0: Hello and welcome to episode 22 of Frightmares. I am your host Austin Proctor and joining me today is someone special who was supposed to be here in January but got bumped up to today because my co-host is sick. So welcome Chris Bishop. This is where I was told I should say whatever I want. That so is, I did. That is perfect. <laughs> so uh, tr- uh, originally today was supposed to be me and Corey. We were going to be talking about anthologies, but he got sick, came down. Mysteriously. With th- mysteriously got sick. So I called in Chris Bishop, and he triumphantly came in to save the day with episode 22. And we're still going to talk about anthologies. But, f- but before we get to anthologies, we're going to talk about his horror history his uh horror or his hhn history and all that stuff so we're gonna do probably two maybe three movies if we have time that's good that's good okay so let's just go ahead and dive right in i've got my questions here that were already pulled up that not that i'm doing right now no it's fine not not doing this at all right now. we are pausing
1: for dramatic effect
0: (laughs) So, yeah, let's just go ahead and dive right in. And, um, Do you need the first one? Because I have it right here in front of me. You know what? No, actually, I'm going <laughs> to tell everyone how we met. Because we gave you a shout out on the last episode when we were talking about HHN. Yep. You are someone, you, you are a friend that we have met at HHN. Um, it was 28, right? Was it 28 or was it 27? No, it was 27 because that was, was with really? uh, Horror Night Nightmares. I did the group photo. Holy shit. It was 20. 20- okay. Yeah, that's right. Because that's when I was with uh, HHN Unofficial. And oh, yeah. I'm unofficial. I'm so, I'm so kind of with them. I, I'm like on their Facebook thing, whatever. Um, that's right. You did the group photo in 27, and then yeah. in 28 you did the group photo, and we've pretty much been friends ever since. Because Indeed. yeah, we we vibe very well. And um, you did our engagement photos, which were still my favorite, my favorite <laughs> thing ever. So ever since then, we've just kind of gone to horror nights together. And now you're now you're on the show, man. Welcome. Yeah. Welcome. Cool. It's a lot of fun. It's so much fun. So that's kind of our how like how we met. We met at Horror Nights. You know, we've got a deep passion for that. And um, you know, he, he does a lot of good photography. If you haven't followed him already, it's Chris Bishop Photography on Instagram. I don't know what your Facebook is. It's I, Bishop twenty four, if you want the actual handle. All of those numbers <laughs> and, and letters, you put those in to Instagram and you will find him. Yes. It takes a lot of good photos. And I know this year you're kind of like uh, stepping back a little bit because there's you you're, you know you said that the other day like there's so many people shooting horror nights and I didn't really realize it until when uh until last Friday when we were there I just saw all these people walking around with these DSLR cameras and I'm like yeah there's a lot of people doing this now
1: yeah and it, it kind of got to the point where it was almost a job for me yeah that I wasn't getting paid for so right. I decided you know what my name's already out there enough um people know my work or at least the people that I want to know my work, know my work. <laughs> and it's good stuff. And like, it's, it's it's really good stuff. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, so it's just kind of like there's no point to keep busting my ass for free photos. Let's just go back and enjoy the event.
0: Yeah, because it also, you kind of have a balance where it's like, okay, I really want to take photos of the event. But also, I'd like to just enjoy the event and not feel the pressure of having to take all these awesome photos.
1: Yeah. So. Well, and like last night when I was there, uh, a couple people texted me and they were like, hey, I'm going to be in this scare zone at this time. I was like, cool. I will see you at this time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, I'm not going to be photogra- or photographing you. Like, I'll just be there. Let's no, be. I
1: actually still went and I, I, took, oh, shit.
0: <laughs> I took a couple photos. <laughs> I had my camera with me last night. but okay, um, okay.
1: But no, you know, I didn't bring out my flash. I didn't bring out... Uh, all the crazy lenses or anything like that. I just went with my camera, a fifty millimeter lens, and that was it. That's how I started. Was with just basics. Well, so I'm kind of going back to the basics this year, and
0: you know, I don't have to get yelled at by coordinators anymore, which is always oh so fun. <laughs> well, and this year you really don't need it because most of the scare zones, you know, besides Vikings, are very well lit. Yeah. So you really don't even need the flash, although it does add that kind of you know creepy ambiance i do love the uh the downward facing flash because it you know makes it gives it the shadows on exactly, the eyes yeah kind of gives um almost like demon horns around the eyes yeah it gives yep. it that creepy effect but this year you really don't even need it honestly so it's kind of cool that you're going back to the basics and not car- carrying around all that stuff it's <laughs> relying
1: more on skill as opposed to
0: um gear gear yeah so i'd rather rely on what i know the pictures you sent me the other day were those with flash? The ones that was—I think it was from. No. See, and those are so good. You yeah. sent me those, and I was like, "Oh my god, <laughs> I love those
1: photos." Well, I was literally timing the flashes, with—or I guess I was literally timing, um, the strobes in Vanity, and with having the to take the picture with the strobe in Vanity Ball. <laughs>
0: that is so perfect. And that—that that scares me. Really hard. <laughs> oh yeah, it's really hard. But I mean, I, I'm, but it worked. I'm literally looking at the pictures right now, and. They're just they're just they're perfect. <laughs> and I love I love hanging out in the scare zones, especially Vanity Ball, because honestly, you don't see the same person twice in that scare zone. They're all very unique. And the makeups are changing every night. Yeah, exactly. And that's another thing I love about horror nights is they're constantly changing the event, not just the scare zones, but also scares inside the house. They're constantly tweaking and adding stuff. Finally, I saw um in Killer Clowns, where he pops out of the pizza box. Yeah. I finally saw that happen and I was like it's not all the way there yet, but it's getting there. Right. Like he kind of popped out, and it's kind of. I was like, "Okay, you're almost there. It'll be there by like probably next week." I'm assuming. Well, like last night was the first night I saw him using the puppets in Killer which clowns. One? That's the first night ever you saw that. Yeah, I've seen the puppets there, but I, I've never seen him actually using them, uh, see, like proper puppets. I saw them opening weekend, and then that was about it until you know. Friday night or whatever. I was like, oh, he's finally back. So that was the first time you actually saw it, though. I've seen the scare, not the puppets. that's weird. Yeah. like I'm just like, okay,
1: those puppets should be moving. Yeah, they should be kind of dancing
0: around and and being weird. (laughs) Well,
1: it's just like last night in um, House of a Thousand Corpses, I finally
0: saw Tiny. Oh, yeah. That's funny because when I went through the um, Unmasking the Horror Tour, they were like, yeah, Tiny comes out from right here. And I was like, okay, I've been through this house like five times and haven't seen him. The day after we did the Unmasking the Horror tour, he popped out and was like waving at me. And I was like, "Well, there he is. You yeah. son of a bitch." Well, it's
1: such an awkward <laughs> boohole for that one too it because is. it's like you walk in, you part the the sea of blackness that you go through, <laughs> and as you're doing that, you pretty much smack him in the
0: face. And you don't want to do that. Yeah, <laughs> and it's just like, "Tiny, I love you. You're you're so ge-. He's like a gentle giant. I don't want to mess with them, but he's also not nearly as tall as he is. Uh, he's no. kind of he's shorter <laughs> than me, and I'm like, "Okay, I'm like 6'5." Though I will say it was really funny last night in that house, Um, at the
1: end when the big guy with all the crazy makeup comes out, yeah, uh, he absolutely ran right into me, had this stunned
0: look, and just walked right back into his boo hole. (laughs) That that seems to happen to you a lot where you get people or scare actors that'll kind of graze you or touch you, and you're just like, thank God it's me because I'm not going to freak out. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Okay, so really quick, while we're on the subject of Horror Nights, um, I'm going to kind of go past some of our questions. What's your favorite house from this year so far? As of right now, (sighs) what are you really vibing
1: with? See, it depends on what you're thinking. You know, like if it's movie-based, it's House
0: of a Thousand Corpses. Okay, so movie-based, House of a Thousand Corpses, then original. It's a tie between Graveyard Games and Depths of Fear. Oh, Depths of Fear, yeah. I did not like that house until I went through it. I think it was Friday. Friday was a good day for us, and the scares were just on point. They're really getting yep. into the rhythm, and I don't know if they jacked up the volume in the houses because their cue it points. It seems like it. The cue points that they hit, I'm just like, good God, that's fucking loud. So
1: Yeah, yeah, it's
0: to the point that um
1: we took a cue from you guys, and we started wearing earplugs through the houses.
0: Yeah, I have to. I've got tinnitus, so like I really have to. Ju- it's not even like, oh, I don't like loud noises. No, I have tinnitus, and I don't want to mess my ears up, so I wear them. And even with the earplugs in, it is so loud in there. Exactly. So I'm like, how do people go through this without earplugs and and you know have ears left when they leave the house? Because even Yeti, when you go through it, it's super loud. It's really loud. It is That's so the only loud. reason I jump. Yeah, it's because because it's so loud. Yeah. <laughs> even graveyard <laughs> games, there's one where you come around a corner and there's nothing there, and then a guy pops out, and then it's just the loudest like breaking down of like wood or something and i'm like that's too loud you need to just well and for those that haven't down. those that haven't been there
1: yet uh graveyard games uses a lot of the same sound effects that poltergeist used in the beginning last year so where poltergeist was so loud and the screaming zombies and stuff like that
0: you're going to get the same thing in the beginning of graveyard games interesting i didn't realize that the only thing that i remembered from last year was slaughter cinema that when the rabbit you know, the rabbit guy comes out on house of 1000 corpses that's the same noise as something from slaughter cinema yep I it's like the same scream and i was like oh they're reusing that the more you go the more you'll notice that and that's well, it's funny cuz even um nightingales is almost like a carbon footprint of scarecrow from 27 right it's almost the same thing and i'm just like but it's not done as good like i like nightingales it's fun but scarecrow will have my heart forever Yep. That house was amazing. <laughs> so um, let's go ahead and dive into your background of horror in general. And just tell me what, what got you into the genre. What, got, like, what was your first movie? How old were you? Et cetera. Uh, I guess that goes. I have to go back even further than what my first
1: horror movie was. Oh. Because I was a scared little kid. Scared of everything. And uh, so my parents were always very overprotective of me with movies. And they didn't want me to become too scared and then have nightmares and then bug them. So <laughs> um, <laughs> so naturally, watching horror movies was not something that I was really allowed to do as a kid. Uh, the first one I really remember uh, watching was Deep Rising. In, it was 1998, I believe. So Deep I was 10 rising. or 11.
0: That's like a... That's like a deep cut almost. Oh, it's so good though. I've never even seen that. Really? No, Deep Rising? Oh, it's amazing.
1: (laughs) Next podcast. (laughs) Deep Rising. Okay, yes, yes. Next podcast needs to be like the Chris Cuts or something. Okay. Hey, yo, I'm (laughs) Deep Rising, Father's Day. Uh, Oh, yes, that would be awesome. Deep Rising is uh, this. Okay, think aliens Mm -hmm. on a cruise
0: ship. So, like, ghost ship? no no <laughs> um, ghost ship, no. It, ghost uh ghost ship is
1: more like um like an uh, the ship that is old and worn down and stuff like that this is something has happened to the crew and the the passengers within the past hour
0: and oh, okay. really quickly
1: you learn that it is this weird octopus tentacle monster thing That looks kind of like, um, oh, the the Mind Flayer from Stranger Things season three. It kind of looks like that with the tentacles that go everywhere. Yeah, but it's got a fantastic cast, and um, but so it's not particularly scary. It's very action oriented. Okay, um, it's got the slapstick kind of humor at times. It's a a Stephen Summers film.
0: I was gonna say, is it based off a Lovecraft book? Because I know Lovecraft or has like that tentacly vibey I
1: don't think it's based off of one but it absolutely would remind you of one
0: I was gonna say okay because you said that and I was like that's gotta be a Lovecraft book or something so
1: okay I was watching this movie with my parents we had rented it from Blockbuster um so I mean it had just come out at Blockbuster but I had rented it on VHS tape oh Uh my god you know hinting at later Uh,
2: (laughs) (laughs) so foreshadowing
1: See
0: students. That's what foreshadowing is. <laughs> uh, I am a teacher, by the way.
1: <laughs> we'll Add that in there. That um, he is.
0: He's great at talking. So listen to this guy. <laughs> Anyways, back
1: to uh, deep. Back rising. to this. There is a part about an hour into the movie where they the the hero characters are being forced by the bad guys to dive down under the water and swim uh, to the safe area, and a an arm happens to come down. And it just grazes like a character's shoulder. Of course, it's meant to be a big jump scare. Well, at the same time, my dad, who was sitting on the couch next to me, bumped my arm at exactly the same time.
0: Like, do you that... have to do that right now? Can <laughs> you it not? Freaked
1: me out. But it was weird because it was like I really enjoyed the movie. Right. But I was also really freaked out. But I enjoyed it. So it was kind of one of those almost like going on a roller coaster for your first time you're freaked out oh yeah dude but then you get that adrenaline rush and you're like oh i like that i kind of want that again so
0: how old were you when you watched that i had to have been 10 or 11 depends on when it came out that year Jeez, all right so that was your first horror experience now you obviously told me what you kind of liked about it but what made you want more of that horror vein? you know, like Because obviously that wasn't really technically horror, but what made you want to go into the horror genre more? Like, what did you like about it? Um, like I
1: said earlier, kind of like the adrenaline rush. Right.
0: But the other thing is when we were watching that, I found out
1: that my mom, who you would never expect upon meeting her, used to be a really big fan of horror. Interesting. Okay. Um, so she used to go to all the slasher movies when they came out. Oh, So she probably saw a lot of good stuff. Yes. In the oh, okay. theaters, first run. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, so one of the nights, uh, Scream was on Fox. I, I very distinctly remember that it was on Fox. and Wow. we uh, we sat down and watched it. And she's like, this might be too much for you, but it's on TV, so they're going to cut out the bad stuff. And I loved it. I was oh, okay. like, this is awesome. Yeah, it scared me. I had nightmares, but I still loved it. And so after that, I was like, oh, this is good. And then my mom's like, really? You like this? It's Like, yeah. And is I was that, like, yeah. And she's like, "Weird." oh, I saw all these too. So, you know, there's all these other movies as well. And um, oh, I remember no. like my first horror movies that... Because um, right around the same time was when uh, Blu-ray or not Blu-rays DVDs were starting to come out. Yeah, I was gonna say Blu-rays. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, um,
0: DVDs were like almost early two thousands. Yeah. yeah,
1: Um And I around that same time I got a, a DVD player for my birthday, and I got four DVDs with it. Okay, I got dude, where's my car? Oh my god! A Thomas Crown Affair. <laughs> 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 Winter Stranger Calls Back. Oh, the sequel! <laughs> the sequel. Oh, the
0: sequel! Uh huh. And Halloween Two. Ooh, okay. Those are the first four DVDs you ever got. Yeah. That trumps my Ace Ventura pet detective. Like, (laughs) as much as I love that movie, those four movies completely oust that. That's that's an amazing lineup for your first four DVDs. Yeah. And I had already
1: liked, um, strangely, my parents were fine with me watching Thomas Crown Affair. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We treated it as it was kind of like James Bond, <laughs> but not really, <laughs> but, but not really. But of... it had James Bond in it, so it was okay. In hindsight, I'm like, ooh, let me watch I that. Hope. Okay. um, but it was still good. Um, uh, but yeah, but and I asked my dad, I'm like, Why'd you pick these movies? He went, I don't know. I went to the horror section and then I just grabbed two. You're
0: like, oh, perfect. I'm thank like, you. All right, thank it's you weird for that.
1: that. You picked sequels, but okay.
0: <laughs> well, and see, I've never seen When a Stranger Calls Back, I've seen the first one. But I've heard the second one holds up. It's pretty good. Yeah, no? Yeah. Yeah. So then it's been a while since I've watched it, but yeah, it's So you probably got those though, not obviously seeing the first one. Correct. So you did you watch the second one and then go back and watch the first one? Yeah. So how was that going? Confusing. (laughs) I bet for Halloween two as well. Like, okay, hold on a second. Wait. (laughs) That one wasn't as bad. Okay. It's actually I'm gonna lose some horror cred here it no. wasn't
1: until they actually did the halloween house at horror nights that i saw halloween
0: so we're really? talking like four years ago you know it's fine my co-host you might know her gabrielle my fiance she's never even seen the original halloween so you're not losing any credit at all you're fine <laughs> but no, th- i did see the remake before i saw the original the 2018 no the zombie rob zombie one. Oh, okay let's talk about that <laughs> sidebar real quick I know we've talked about this briefly. You like that one, right? Yeah. Cause you're a fucking smart person. Yeah. yeah thank you. Okay. <laughs> End of discussion. End of story. End of story. We need to just leave it right there. It's right there because that movie is fantastic. And it's Rob Zombie's masterpiece. I'm done. We'll move on. Um, I just want to keep talking about it. No, we'll, we'll move on. That's fine. Funnier it's funnier if we don't. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. All right. So that's what made you come back. Um, I You know, I know earlier you mentioned before we came on the podcast you don't have a favorite horror genre. So explain to me your, you know, your mood, how you're feeling, and what you feel like watching. Because my favorite genre is is, is you know, paranormal ghost type, you know, found footage. That's like my favorite genre. And see, I absolutely love found footage. That's yeah, I'm a, I'm a sucker for found footage. I love just all of it. See, I do too. But like, there's there's not one thing you can pinpoint that like that's my favorite. No. God, that's awesome. Um, I can. God damn it, that's fucking
1: awesome. I can look at a, a movie and just go, you know what? I feel like I want to watch that tonight. Okay. Like I could be in a mood for a sci-fi horror and absolutely adore it, or I could be like, you know what? I just want to watch a bad horror movie, like Surf Nazis.
0: That is a movie. <laughs> what Surf, surf Nazis? Nazis. Um, surf okay. nav- Nazis streaming anywhere? No. Yes. Uh, yes, actually. I'm going to watch that tonight. What um, are you talking about? I will give you my username and password. Uh, oh. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> it is, uh, you're familiar. We've, we've talked briefly about Rooster Teeth before. Yes. They do, um, the Achievement Hunters is a subset of them, and okay. they do kind of like a mystery science theater. Uh, that's really? Called theater mode. Okay. And they do really bad horror movies a lot of times on there.
0: See, I've been wanting to dip my toe into the. Um, that whole thing, like where you kind of riff on a movie, but I don't even know how to get that started. You know, like so someone's it's, done it yeah. though. <laughs> and I need to watch this. And it's called what again? Theater mode? Theater mode. I've got to check that out. Um, that sounds they, amazing.
1: They do really bad movies, but then they've recently been doing some really good ones. Um So how do they how do you have to get the rights for that, I'm sure, right? Yeah. And it's it's that's under gotta their,
0: be that's gotta be pricey. Yeah,
1: and it's under <laughs> their paid subscription so in order to get to it you have to pay Uh, but their subscription fee is like 50 bucks a year now it used to be like 20 for rooster teeth right for rooster teeth okay and it's included in there wow yeah interesting um but yeah they did they did surf nazis they did uh rabid grannies how's that for another one rabid grannies
0: you know what that actually sounds familiar rabid grannies where where have i heard of that from Probably hanging out with me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're probably right. You're probably right. Uh, it's one of my go-to for just oh obscure my God. movies. Um, but then they've done things that are a little bit more mainstream, like Attack of the Killer Tomatoes, uh, Thanks really? Killing. Thanks have kill- Oh, God. Um, the one I've been trying for about a year now to get you to watch, uh, what? Father's
0: Day. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. But you said, I need to go to your house. Yep. We, need, we need to make a night of it. it needs to be a night You've yet. come to my house. Now I have to go to your house. We've, yep. we've got to watch Father's Day because I've heard nothing but good things about that. Because I've heard about it before you mentioned it, but then you you said it and I was like, okay, I've got to sit down and watch that movie. Yeah. We'll do it. Yeah. Someday. No, some, one of these days. Um... So it's pretty much so where were we? <laughs> no, it's pretty much whatever you're in the mood for is your is your favorite genre.
1: Yeah, and it's it's actually like even my therapist is like, do you think some of your problems are because you watch so much horror? And no. I'm like, no, I just sit and enjoy them. It's actually almost therapeutic for me to watch them because they're enjoyable. My problems are
0: probably you know everyone in life just you know society. Yeah, like honestly, <laughs> like it's it's trust me, it's not horror movies. That's definitely not what it is. Well, and
1: like I, I said to you earlier too that. I feel like I'm almost like a horror movie apologist yeah. because I can look at a bad horror movie that someone, everyone is telling you, Hey, this movie sucks, but I'll look at it and go, yeah, but I liked this one part. Yeah, And, and if I can find that one thing in a movie that I like,
0: then I'm cool with it. That's all it takes. You can have a a shitty horror movie from the 80s that has great practical effects, and it's like, yeah, the acting sucks, the story sucks, but you know what? They've got great practical effects. I like it. Exactly. Or you can have a movie that has no story, but then the ending just comes around, and you're like, I'm good. So there's so many variables with horror movies, and that's why I like it. It's very subjective, in a sense.
1: Right, and I feel like right now, with Hollywood the way it is, everything is a
0: sequel or a remake. Right now, yeah. Except in horror. Exactly, yeah. That's and the place where we're
1: getting new ones,
0: and there's still a lot of remakes and you know stuff coming out. But at the same time, we're we're getting a lot of originals. Like there have been so many movies this year that I've seen. I've seen over twenty new horror movies from this year, and a lot of them are original. *Brightburn*. Mm-hmm. It's it's Superman that gone that's gone bad. That's original though. *Crawl* is a movie by alligators that have like it's. Like, <laughs> there's a lot of movies that have been original in the sense. But not, there's, I don't know, I've just had a lot of fun watching all these horror movies this year, and I can really appreciate everything that's gone on. I don't know how many you've watched this year. At least that. (laughs) At least that, yeah. And we're getting a lot of new material, but, you know, it's kind of almost referring back to something that we've already seen before, but it's done in a different way, and I can really appreciate that. This year has been fantastic for horror. Oh, yeah.
1: Well, and that's why like, I love A24 Studios, their, their movies, because they seem to be the most creative with them right now.
0: They really are. And uh, let's just go on the midsummer thing real quick, just real quick, <laughs> because not only because it's an amazing movie, but also because I saw a, a, I saw a post by Bloody Disgusting the other day that said, hey, did you catch these creepy faces in the background of this movie? And there's literally a scene where they're walking Danny on the, um, it's the end of the movie. Yeah, wherever, whatever the fuck they call it, they're walking Danny on this thing, and you can literally see. Okay, spoiler alert! Just spoiler alert. If you're you spoiling ha- the first ten minutes of the movie, it's fine. Just like- <laughs> if you haven't seen the movie, spoiler alert! You can see her dead sister with the with the oxygen or with with the. Whatever you want to call it, tube to her face in the background, in the like the forest, and you're like, what the yeah, it was fuck? The tube that was attached to the car. It's how she killed herself. Which is crazy because when she goes into the um porta potty, whatever you want, the outhouse, you can there's a quick flash where you see her sister in the background. Yeah. I don't know if you caught that. Uh-huh. So it's and I was like, I did not see that at all. And there's just been so much stuff coming out about that movie, and I hated it when I watched it. Really? I, I hated it. I hated that fucking movie, and then about an hour after I watched it, I was like, okay, I'm thinking about it. It's really good. And then, the, like, a day after, I was like, you know what? That movie was a fucking masterpiece. Amazing. Yeah. Absolutely feel that way with that movie. Uh, did you feel that, like, did you watch it and hate it immediately? Or? I was loving
1: everything about it. I wanted to live in that world as weird as that. Oh, sounds, my God. Minus the fuck tent. But other oh, than that, that <laughs> was fucking bizarre. Um, oh, man. Well, and it, it was weird, too, because. Um, I even recommended it to my parents. And I'm like, I'm not going to watch this with you guys, but I really recommend this movie. You should check it out. And then I was like, oh, wait, I better preface this. So I actually pulled my dad aside, and I'm like, hey, here's some spoilers to this movie. If you want to go see it, you need to know this going into it, because I know how he is with movies. And I'm like, you need to know about some of just the the shocking moments. Yeah. Not necessarily like spoiling it totally for him of what's going on, but more just the... Okay, so when you start getting to this scene, you know that this is going to happen. I can start bracing myself. Um and and he ended up liking it more than my mom.
0: Really? Yeah.
1: See, and my the, mom loved it too, don't get me wrong, but he was like, Yeah, I really liked that movie. I'm like, <laughs> well, this is Ugh. surprising.
0: <laughs> See, and what killed it for me was um the dude from Bandersnatch. He was in We Are the Millers, yeah. and he's been in a bunch of stuff. Eyebrow kid for those who are. Eyebrow don't know what we're kid. About. I can't stand that one person in a horror movie that's like the comic relief, yeah. Because you know, Bill Hader did it in it Chapter Two very well. He did it great. He didn't push the line. This kid was just like, "Oh my god, okay, you're you're trying to be so funny in a in a moment where I'm trying to be serious, and you're killing the vibe for me." Yeah. So that's where Midsummer lost me. It's because this guy's just trying to be the comic relief and like trying to be so funny. And I was like, okay, reel it in, reel it in, because that and then. But then after, like I said, after I thought about it, I was like, okay, taking that aside and pushing that away, everything about that movie was just unsettling and and very... I didn't like it, (laughs) but it was so good at the same
1: time. And it's, it's very similar to hereditary in that, in that case. I mean, it's the same guy that that wrote it and directed it, but it's funny you're pointing out,
0: um, I I feel really bad calling him eyebrow kid, but I don't know his name. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Eyebrow kid. But yeah, that's what you're known for. You've got crazy eyebrows. Um, but
1: I couldn't stop thinking about, um, the other guy in the movie because he plays Cheaty on,
0: uh, Oh, what's that called? A good place, which have you seen that yet? I know that Kristen Bell is in it, and that's about all I know. And okay. she says "fork" instead of "fuck."
1: So essentially, <laughs> when you die, you either go to the good place or yes. the bad place. Okay, and you're paired up with somebody. Yeah, yeah, and, no, yeah, I and know. that's that's his character. So he's the one who's paired up with Kristen. Danny's Bell Danny's boyfriend. Uh,
0: no, the other guy. Oh, the eyebrow kid. No, other oh, guy. Oh god! Oh god! Oh god! Oh, oh my god! oh my god the good place the good place i'm looking it up
1: um, Uh, i can't think of his name right now but uh so this is called vamping while austin is looking
0: up and i can't type it's crazy (laughs) i'm typing but it's not type. okay the good place okay he plays a super uh, a super serious character in that but it's not ted danson is it no Uh, is it william jackson let me see the picture uh, is it this guy, William Jackson Harper? Yes, it's that guy. Okay. Oh, he's one of the friends of yeah. Dan. Oh, okay. Yes, yes, yeah. Yes, and he's okay. like super. Um, he's super relatable in that movie. That's actually a picture from Midsummer, right there. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, gotcha. And so the whole movie, I'm going. What's he doing here? He should be in the good place. He should be (laughs) somewhere else than this really twisted, fucked up place. Okay, got you.
1: And he also has glasses on the good place, which was weird uh, to me because I kept going, where are your glasses? What are you doing? Why don't you have your glasses?
0: What is happening? (laughs) Why are we whispering? I don't know. I shall drift away. Anyways. No, it's just just funny that we... uh, you know, every, every once in a while when I do this podcast, we come back to a certain movie, and Midsummer's been one that we've kind of come back to just because the more I think about it, the more I realized how just brutally fucked up that movie is. Because sitting there for two and a half hours, I yeah. think it was, you're just like, okay, this is a long horror movie. I mean, Hereditary at most was two hours, two minutes, maybe, and it didn't, yeah, seem- it was a little longer than Hereditary. Yeah, and it didn't seem that long, but for some reason, Midsummer is like, oh my god, it just felt so long. But again, you you have to sit and almost like marinate on this movie, at least for me, to like appreciate what it did and how just psychological this movie was. Because one of my friends of the show, uh, Sam Spina, she brought up the fact that you actually see a man get raped in that film. And you don't realize that because you're just like you're sitting there watching the movie. You're like, this is fucking weird. But no, a man gets raped, essentially. And that's not something that you ever see on film. No, really ever. It's not. And it's usually you think rape is like a submissive, like holding someone down and raping them. No, he was drugged. He was confused. He didn't know what was going on. And he was kind of forced into it's just it's just a bizarre movie. It's it's a mind fuck of a movie, not to mention all the drugs well, and there was also <laughs> it, it messes with the audience
1: too because of all the subliminal subliminal images. Subliminal. It's, it's a
0: it's a tough <laughs> I have one. trouble with words at times. Uh, trust me, you're <laughs> talking to the master of having problems with words. So I don't know why I have a podcast. Anyways, continue. No, I
1: was just saying that there's so many of those little images that are there just to mess with you, and and I, I kind of feel like it's the same way with House on no, not House on Haunted Hill. Yeah, House on Haunted Hill. Um, no, is that the name? House. Haunting of Hill House. Ha- okay, Sorry. yes, yes. No, <laughs> It's
0: same general premise, but yes, Haunting of Hill House, Mike Flanagan, Netflix. Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm right there. I'm right they there. They have right all there.
1: those ghosts there, and there's no way you can catch all of them, at least on a first viewing. No, I there's I feel not. that way with... Hered- um.
0: No, not Hereditary. Mid-sum-t- midsummer. Midsummer. Yeah, and, and honestly, I need that rewatch, and I really need the rewatch of the director's cut, which is apparently three hours long. It came to theaters, and unfortunately, I couldn't see it, but I really need to see the... Um, the director's cut because apparently they dive way more into the character's backstory. Did it go to theaters? It did. The director's cut went to theaters for like a weekend oh, and, okay. and it's not going to be released on the Blu-ray coming out next month. It's going to be released on a Blu-ray coming at some point in time. So oh, the one, okay. the one coming out next month is just going to be the theatrical cut. There's going to be like behind the scenes and all that shit, but there's no, like, director's cut, and I need to see that. Well, yeah, because the director's cut is NC-17. Exactly. That's why I was surprised it went to the theater, but that's, I guess, why it wasn't advertised. (laughs) I saw Rob Zombie's uh, NC-17 cut of Three from Hell, which was amazing. Yeah. Good stuff. So, yeah, it came to theaters. I missed it. So I got to see that. (laughs) It's a three-hour cut. I mean, good God, that is a (laughs) long horror movie. But nonetheless, it's something that I want to see, and when when I see it, if you'd like to come back and talk about that, that yeah. would be fantastic because we're on the same wavelength of Midsummer and how mm-hmm. just bizarre it was. And I don't know where we were before Midsummer, but I'm going to try and get back to where we were with the questions. Um, okay,
1: so looking at my notes that I was totally not sent before the show, <laughs> we had been talking about um, what genre I liked. Uh, we talked about where I got into horror movies, um, what what I liked about okay. it, it. Made me want more. I've got so it. I think we're on question four.
0: I think we're on question <laughs> of uh God, that was a fun little rabbit trail we went down. Um, so yeah, let's get back on topic here. You know, we're known on this show to kind of go down some trails, but hey Good conversation. So let's get back to the questions that I have. We went through your favorite horror genre, which is kind of just whatever you're feeling for that day, which which is a different answer than I'm used to getting. Usually it's like, oh, I like slashers or oh, I like this. You're like, no, fuck it. Whatever I, whatever I feel like that day, that's what I'm watching. Oh, though I do
1: want to mention one thing. Oh, go I'm for it. I'm not mentioning it for you. I'm mentioning it for the people listening. All um, the people listening, yes. You have been raving about Hell House LLC. Oh, I've God. finally watched it like two nights ago and holy fuck, that yeah, movie is messed up, that but it's movie amazing. It's
0: so good. It's like one of my, it's like one of the, like the most underrated films of like, I think it came out in 2015-ish, I'm pretty sure. No, 2009. No, yeah. Hell House didn't come out in 2009. I'm fact checking this, you son of a bitch. Or am I confused with something else? I'm 2009? pretty sure it's
1: 2009. Maybe it might be what the events of the film were, 2009.
0: Yes, because they, yeah, because Hell House LLC 3 was like, oh, nine years ago. And I was like, Bitch, it's no, because yeah, Hell House LLC three or LLC two
1: thousand fifteen. Okay, so it must have been the events then.
0: Yeah, because the third one, they're like nine years ago, and I was like, it hasn't been nine (laughs) years. Like, there's no way. So yeah, Hell House. That is the that is one that is another one. Like Midsummer, it's come up multiple times in this show. It is such a good. It's just such a good movie. You can't go wrong watching that. If you watch that and you don't like it, okay, I mean it's fine. But like. It is so well directed. It's the scares in that are so. How do I put this? Like natural, almost like they're That's not. That's a good way to put it. They're not forcing the scares. It's just fucking creepy, like it that clown. Me- oh. <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> no.
1: It reminded me of um rec or rec or however it's pronounced. Yes,
0: the the span well the of the original yeah, quarantine. Not quarantine. Yeah. <laughs> quarantine. While it is good, it is not as good as yes rec rec is
1: fantastic it ultimately comes down to the performances it's the movie. exact same movie shot for shot but with it really is what with wreck they do something brilliant and i feel like they did the same thing in hell house tell and me that please. was they never explain what is happening they give you enough to get an idea what is happening um like in wreck they yeah. start to go into oh well maybe it's just rabies but when you when she gets to the end and she's in the
0: attic, you're like, oh, no, this shit is not
1: rabies. Yeah, this shit is a whole <laughs> other rabies. thing
0: that is not, is not rabies. It's like some disease that has been spread. Yeah. And it, it was it was almost satanic at that point. And that's and, what really made me love the movie even more was that last – those final minutes of um, of whatever her – I don't know her name. I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: whatever her name was. Uh, mm, yeah, her, Jennifer her Carpenter her. was yeah. the one who played it in –
0: Uh.
1: Oh, I can think of. I just remember at the beginning of the movie, she said her name like a billion times because she keeps going. I'm blah
0: blah. blah. Yeah, but her last final her final minutes were just like great cinema, and that's a that's like a Hispanic horror movie. Yeah, I don't. I don't yeah, yeah, and that's great. And they have a lot of good horror movies. But yeah, the the quarantine was good, but you also saw the um, final scene in like the poster. So you're like,
1: yeah, literally okay. the DVD box art is the final It's top the final movie. scene.
0: And you're like. Okay, like, why why are you doing that? Yeah, everyone do knows that.
1: that you're waiting for that, and it's the final shot.
0: It's the final shot.
1: But what's weird is um, Quarantine 2 has nothing to do
0: with Wreck 2. I don't think I've seen... Is that the one on the plane? Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was a rough watch. That was a rough one. That was a but rough one. Rec 2 is good. Wreck 2 and even Wreck 3 is good. Have you seen the third one I at, stopped, at the wedding? No, I stopped after two because everyone said oh uh is that genesis no 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 there's rec one or there's rec rec two rec three and then i think it's i think it's rec genesis the one on the boat okay. or something yeah i stopped at the boat no the one at the wedding fucking really good all right rec, I'll check it out I, ha- I absolutely have it at home it's it's good <laughs> wait you have like a box set uh no, i bought them as they came out Oh, interesting. Yeah. Wait, so you... you, you (laughs) I bought it and then was told
1: it's horrible, so I went, I want to preserve the memories of REC 1 and 2. (laughs)
0: Oh, no, honestly, I will. Okay, I'll tell you what. I will preview it again because it's been years since I've seen it. And then I will say yes or no, because I remember it being pretty good when I first watch it.
1: What I'll do is I'll actually just get my uh, my wife to watch um, all of them. My wife.
0: wife. Wait, she hasn't seen any of them? No. Oh, Stephanie. (laughs) God damn it, Stephanie. (laughs) God damn it. No, it's fine. I understand, though. Like not a lot of people have actually seen. No, she's
1: seen Quarantine. But never saw Wreck, and um, it's one we've talked about our
0: entire uh, – of knowing each other. <laughs> See, and that's the thing. I think, I think you need to watch Quarantine and then go watch Wreck. Don't do it the other way. No, I think it, you it need makes to... you appreciate Wreck more. Yeah. Then you're not going, oh, they ruined this. You're going, oh, this is better. This is better, yeah, because if you, if you don't mind reading subtitles, which I don't, I don't fucking give a shit. I will read subtitles all night. If you don't mind reading subtitles, Wreck is, is a fantastic – oh, my God. It's, I don't even know how to explain it. It's yeah. like zombie, mutant, disease things. It's it's like, like I don't know. Twenty eight <laughs> days later with, but found, uh, footage. found footage. Yeah, I was gonna say twenty eight days later, found footage, and also um, years later because twenty yeah. twenty eight days later was like two thousand five, I think. Yeah, and this was much later. So yes, rec. Well, it wasn't much
1: later though, because I mean, I was in college when I saw it, so that I was two thousand six to Spanish
0: people have a way of shooting horror movies. Like they they can do that shit. Yeah. Very well. They are artsy people. And I say that in no uh,
1: derogatory way at all. Because like the Spanish card magicians are some of the best
0: magicians that are out there when it comes to card magic. Rich heritage, man. I'm telling you. Yep. They know what they're doing. All right. So now that we've discussed your favorite genre in depth. (laughs) <laughs> we're going to get to your favorite horror icon. So is there anything or any, excuse me, not anything, anybody that stands out to you besides Michael sitting right over here um, that stands out to you in the horror genre, Freddie, Jason. Okay. So that's why I wasn't
1: sure how you went with, with, with this question because I was like, what well, do you mean? Directors, creators, or do you mean, Actual icons as far as horror goes. I want so,
0: everything that you have in your arsenal. Yeah, I want well, it right I got all now. those. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's lay, lay it out. Um, lay it out.
1: No, the one that terrifies me the most is Leatherface.
2: Ooh.
1: Because that is just absolute insanity. And there is no rhyme or reason to why he is doing that. Okay. And it is just creepy. The, the scene of him... Um, or the, the kids walking into the house the first time And him coming out with the hammer and smacking the kid And then the, the pig squealing noises And then he slams the door shut That was absolutely terrifying And yeah. I saw that scene when I was way too young And it scarred me <laughs> And <laughs> I love it. it It took me a long time to actually watch the original um, The original Texas Chainsaw Massacre But it's still great uh, You weren't with me Uh, We didn't know each other yet when Texas Chainsaw Massacre came out to Horror Nights.
0: 26. Yeah, because I met you in 27. Yeah, Yeah. so Um, 26. That was a great fucking house. It was good. It was such (laughs) a good good. house.
1: But some uh, the people I was with... Were they they knew my fear of that, and they were laughing at me so bad because I kept checking my watch because I have um, an Apple watch that tells me my heart rate. And so as we went in, it, they were like, what's your heart rate at? And I was like, it's like at 80 now. And then as soon as we went in after the first one, it spiked to like 130, 140.
0: You're like, it's at shut up. Mind your business. <laughs> God damn it.
1: Um, and so then, of course, everyone was <laughs> laughing at me, and it was a fantastic house. But then it kind of got over it because I ended up later in the run going through that house completely 100 percent solo no one in front of me no one behind me just by myself and if that's not God, like that was poetic scary. justice
0: i don't even know what is
1: Jeez.
0: um oh my but it was God. it was worth
1: it i mean I, I i love that house but yeah i guess so leatherface is kind of the one that always has stood out to me as really freaking scary um i don't remember what I, what it was from but I had a, a magazine when I was a kid that I think had like an ad for Fangoria or something like that that had a a drawing of Leatherface sawing a girl's leg off. And I just remember like looking at that and being like, Oh, oh. this is terrifying, but I I can't stop looking at it, but it's terrifying. Yeah. Uh,
0: <laughs> we all so, have that moment in our life where we're like, I can't look, but like, wait, I have to look. <laughs> yeah.
1: So I mean, I guess as far as like icons go that that was a good one um okay. i had to meet uh gunnar hansen before he passed uh Rest and that, that was
0: that was terrifying um because he yeah. played the original and then did he play texas Ch- did he play leatherface and texas chainsaw massacre 2 oh i've I, I, seen texas chainsaw massacre 2 it's almost like evil dead and evil dead 2 like the, well, I mean, not really, because like the, the Evil Dead, first Evil Dead was like almost perceived as kind of funny. You know, like there was kind of some funny stuff going on. And then Evil Dead 2, they were like, we're going to go full on fucking comedy, but also still have the horror. That's how like almost Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 was. The first one was horrifying and one of the best movies Toby Hooper's ever directed. And then Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, they kind of went comedy with and they had some really funny things. So you, have you not seen that one? Nope. Oh man. No, I, then I you need I, to watch that. I did see the one with Matthew McConaughey. Texas Chainsaw with Matthew yeah. McConaughey. What the fuck was that? Uh I what? think it was like
1: Texas it was in the 90s, early 90s.
0: Oh fuck. Oh my god. It wasn't like New Breed or oh. something like that, but it was something along those lines. Oh my god. Oh my god, what was that one? Okay. Now you got me thinking. I can't remember what that one was called cuz there's been so many Leatherface yeah. Texas Chainsaw movies. Um to the google it? devices okay so let, oh my god texas chainsaw people out there are yelling at us really? it's fine it's this happens at, like almost every time on the show we're like what is that one thing that we're talking about and then we have to look it up if you want to play along at home pause the podcast right now look <laughs> it up <laughs> and come back <laughs> and then yell at us <laughs> matthew oh my god I, holy shit he really was in one. Oh, the next generation next generation 1995 yep. okay yeah cuz i was like wait it was horrible i was like i've seen Pretty much every single Texas Chainsaw movie, and I have not seen. Oh, yeah. So, no, oh, yeah, I got 14% on Rotten Tomatoes. So, I mean, usually I'm not too keen on what they rate stuff at, but 14% that, <laughs> that's, that's probably. Now I want to go back and rewatch it. <laughs> dude, like, oh my God. Okay. So, we need an episode of Chris Picks where me and you have an episode and it's all movies you pick <laughs> and we watch them, you know, like together, separate, whatever, and then we review them. Yeah, that needs to I'm happen. down for that. All right, so Texas Chainsaw Massacre: The Next Generation. It's a slasher slash cult film. Never seen that one. <laughs> I've seen a lot of them though, but I have not seen that one. So Leatherface is the guy that just kind of you know, fucks fucks your life up, basically. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I also like if we're talking like creators, I like the indie
1: guys. Yeah. Uh, like Ty or not going West? Ty West. Ty I was gonna I say Ty to say West. It's not T.I. West, but it looks like T.I. West. Um. Because you know how I feel about the innkeepers. Absolutely adore that film. Oh,
0: he did innkeepers. Yeah. Because he also did a segment in um, VHS, which is what we're going to talk about here soon. I don't remember what segment it was.
1: Uh, He did The Second Honeymoon. Okay.
0: Also, David Bruckner did um, the succubus one. And he he did The Ritual. I don't know if you've seen The Ritual. Yes. Yes. I love that movie. Okay. We'll get to that in just a second. Um. Okay, so after all those questions, is there anything that you're looking forward to? I know there's not much left of this year, but any horror movies in particular that you either haven't seen or are looking forward to? Uh, A little bit. Um, Well, I, you talked about it on the last podcast,
1: so we don't need to talk about it too much now, but Ready or Not, I did God. not get a chance to see it because I was a fool and had Movie Pass literally until like a Wait, week ago. Hold on. That's still a thing. It just closed. It just closed? Yeah. They now no longer exist. I.
0: Mm, God. So that, <laughs> wow. Yeah, I, I was, thought that was dead ages ago. I did not even know. Movie. Look, you know what you need to get? AMC fucking A list. That's what you need to get.
1: Okay, well, the closest AMC is an hour and like 10 or an hour 20 you minutes away. You need to from build
0: me. one next year.
1: Oh, Seriously, okay. Seriously, though? Wait, yeah. an
0: hour and a half away? Yeah.
1: Orlando's the closest one. Damn. I think, oh, never mind. well, I, I guess it's maybe about an hour. Longwood. I okay. live in Ormond.
0: Oh, my God. There's no AMCs on the coast? No. That is a shame. Uh, lots of Regals. I'm going to get AMC on the horn. Just stand by. That sucks, though, because like I have AMC yeah. A-list, and you can see three movies a week, and you can just do whatever you want. That is a shame. Okay. Yeah.
1: No, that's, that's the only reason we kept MoviePass. Pass.
0: Um, oh but God, now really,
1: since movie pass closed, it's or I guess shuttered, uh, whatever the fuck happened, you know, if I guess it went like, you know, Friday the 13th part six, where he comes back out of the grave <laughs> and, then, and then it's put right back down into the grave. <laughs> um, I guess it's time for real. But um, no, we, what we did is we took the money and now we're we bought shutter. <laughs> Oh, not bought shutter because we didn't actually buy it
0: but we are now using shutter services that was the most beautiful <laughs> description of anything i've ever heard ever so you have shutter now yes that's how we watch hell house we tell literally bought it or not bought it
1: but subscribed to watch hell house
0: tell me how amazing have you gone through the library of shutter yeah oh my god there's yeah. so many amazing because did I you did wait. you
1: for Horror Nights to be over? I watch.
0: Just so I can watch, so all, I of can watch all of Shudder. My list is just ever expanding. So did you link it up with your Amazon? No, we um, just oh, did it. Oh, you just did Shudder by itself? Yeah. God bless you. I have it linked up through my Amazon, so I go into Amazon, and then I have to go through Amazon to my Shudder list. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like a annoying feature, but dude, Shudder. Well, it's it has an Xbox app.
1: Oh, so
0: we just watch it straight through the Xbox. Shutter's amazing, though. What is it? What, what did you pay? Five ninety nine. Yeah. Five bucks a month. Yeah. And we can actually watch movies on it. Unlike movie yeah. pass <laughs> for all things horror. Literally anything you need for your horror needs. That was a redundant thing to say. Get Shutter. I, I will. I will. Cannibal
1: Holocaust is on there.
0: It's on there. Yeah. What the fuck? I haven't yeah. seen that in ages. I know. Right. All right. <laughs> That's on my list. OK. Oh, you haven't seen that? Uh, not in ages. Okay, so we're okay. Chris picks. Chris <laughs> picks. All right, so let's move on to some H H N stuff real quick before we dive into the couple of movies that we've seen um this week. Uh, so H H N, you know what was the first year that you you attended? Because I attended my first year in. 2014 so i'm a late bloomer so (laughs) i'm sure you went before that
1: uh yeah i have a long history with hhn Uh, not as long as some people uh but i went in 2004 for the first time Um, 10 years before me so that was 14 that was what's your breaking point Um, that was the the that was the tagline tagline. yeah (laughs) um it was you know right after the director and okay, so I yeah. was like, oh, that looked kind of cool. Um, Let's so, go do that. What, no, actually what happened, again, going back to how much of just a scared little kid I was, I was in 11th grade when, it, when I guess it was that year. And a lot of my friends were all like, yeah, we're going to go. And I was like, cool, I'm going to go too. <laughs> Psych. And right before we went, I was like, uh-oh, I'm too scared. Uh, How do I get out of this? And I had already bought a ticket. Oh, but at that time, it wasn't, your tickets weren't for a specific night. Really? Yeah, well, like a specific date. They were for a night, but not a date. Okay. So I went, hey, I have to, you know, help my parents videotape a wedding, which I actually did end up doing that night, strangely. So um, not lying, but kind of. No. Yeah. It was adjacent like, lying. Yeah, it was kind of like just sidestep. Lying adjacent. Um, but so my dad and I went. And... um I freaked out in the cornfield because that was the year, you know, it was also a hurricane year. Just horror nights don't plant corn. We hate you if you plant corn.
0: Just stop doing um, that because it, it just gets ruined every it does. time.
1: And you, you summon the hurricane. Gods. I'm
0: looking at you, a scarecrow. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but um, so that was my first year. And one of the houses we went to was uh, Dead Tropolis. That was my very first house. Again, being the scared little kid I was. I could not go into it, but my, so my dad's like, okay, I'll go into it and see what it's like. So he did, and he was like, oh, that wasn't so bad. Well, this was when they had the two parks. Oh, that was um,
0: I was that Islands of Fear. No, that was the uh, mm, that was when it was just IOA. Oh, there was a year they just did it at Islands of Adventure? Yeah. There were a couple
1: years they did it oh, just at shit. Islands. But no, this, this was when they did the two parks. It was I think one or two years they did just they did two parks. I
0: thought that was called so, I thought that was Islands of Fear though, no? Mm, I could be wrong. Yeah, I don't know. It's
1: okay. It was a long time ago. <laughs> Doesn't matter. My memory's not so good anyways. But so regardless, it was in uh the well, Disaster Queue. Uh, so that's Ooh. where that house was. But you went in all the way over in IOA. So, so
0: you entered through one and exited through another? So
1: you, oh, I mean, not in the house, but for um, the event, you went in at IOA. Oh, and okay. you went all the way over to the disaster queue to get to Tropolis. Hmm. So there wasn't many people there yet. And that was the first house we hit. So my dad went in. He was like, okay, yeah, it's not so bad. Then I'm like, okay, I think I can do it. We go in. There was zero line there was nobody in line i mean no one no one in front of us no one behind us it seems to be a trend here i went into my first house by myself without <laughs> and, your dad uh no he was he was going with me but i lost him in the house because um. i was a scared little kid um but in dead tropolis was very similar to uh dead exposure from last year
0: really yeah so with all the strobey flashlights, minus, well,
1: no, not the strobes, but the a lot of the zombies in a city. You went through a like a subway in one point. Um, it was pretty okay. much like last year was. Let's just throw a French uh, vibe on this and throw some lightning, and then it would have been Detropolis <laughs> if it didn't have those two things. Interesting. Um, but that year they also had uh, Castle Vampire, and they had Hellgate Prison. Hmm. And those two, I absolutely adored. Dead Tropolis scared me shitless. I bet. But first haunted house
0: ever. I mean, come on. Yeah.
1: (laughs) And but Castle Vampire, I'm like, this is really cool. I mean, there there was a part in it where I don't know how they got away with it back then. You actually had to go upstairs. And um you went up to like this weird area and there was like bodies in um it was like a bathroom and it was raining blood and everything on you. And it was extre- more, way more extreme than it
0: is now. Oh, I'm sure it is. They had to, they've definitely had to dull it down yeah. over the years. And then, um, Hellgate prison
1: was, was great because there was a part where the guy in front of me was in a wheelchair and had someone with him, uh, pushing him through the house. And it was the part where one of the guys came out, moved him aside and took the
0: wheelchair. And kept going. Oh, just like, I'm going to take you. It's over. Goodbye. No, no just
1: kept going with him. And, oh, wow. and it was interesting to see how long it took the guy in the in the chair to go. You're not my buddy.
0: Oh, <laughs> OK.
1: <laughs> You're not my friend. Why are you pushing me? Who in the hell are you? <laughs> um, but yeah, no, that was my first year. And then um, I only went once that year. The next year I went on opening night and it was, it was a lot of fun. Uh, that one was only at Islands of Adventure. and So that was probably
0: Islands of it Fear, though. might
1: have been. Oh. I don't remember. It was 15. Um, someone out there is probably yelling at us again. It's okay. It's fine. You're it's awesome. fine. Um, <laughs> so no, I'm not making fun of you at all. Don't worry. It's fine. It's fine. Just, <laughs> just be quiet. It's, we it's, love it's, you. It's, <laughs> um, everyone needs to hear that more often in their life. Uh, they really so, do. Um, but that year was the year that had... Um, there was a house I think it was called Cold Blind Terror. I'm Cold might be Blind wondering.
0: Terror. And That's uh, aggressive. It
1: is. But <laughs> it's it was so aggressive. It was in Poseidon's Fury.
0: They in co- Poseidon's Fury? They closed
1: Poseidon's Fury for several months to build this house. Poseidon and they had a really cool effect that they've never done again. They gave like every 10th person or so a headlamp.
0: Oh my god. Fuck. I heard someone talk about that. I literally heard someone talk about that at HHN. I thought they were just talking about like early Poseidon, like early Poseidon walkthrough, you, you got a headlamp. I didn't know that was a fucking house. No, it was a haunted house. Holy shit. And oh my what they, god. They um they basically had
1: Sensors in the ceiling that would tell it When to flicker on and off So I got so mad at my buddy That year because I was like dude Stop putting your hand in front of it What are you doing And he's like I'm not doing it And I'm like stop doing it I'm scared
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's so crazy I really thought they were Talking about like just an early Poseidon Walkthrough Type deal, Not like, oh, this was HHN. You had a flickery headlight. Yeah, they even did the water tunnel. That is so amazing. Yeah, it was God, cool. See, I don't know what took me so long to go to HHN. I, I regret it. I, don't <laughs> I really don't know. Um, but oh, no, after that's that. amazing.
1: After that, I've been doing every year.
0: So that was the first year you went, 2004. Four. Yeah. So you've been going. 16 years. Bam. Damn. I counted the other night. I don't just know that off the top of my head. Damn. (laughs) No, you know that off the top of your head. I know you do. So 16 fucking years. Okay. So after your first year, what made you come back? Like, what did you like about the event to make you be like, you know what? I fucking want more of that. Like, what? It was just really cool. Cool. I mean, I hate to just be that generic no. with it, but I'm
1: like, no. oh, okay, these houses are really well designed. Yeah, they're yep. scary, but again, it goes to that adrenaline factor. Um, it, it it's the same reason we go on roller coasters. It's yeah. the same reason we skydive. We do anything like that. It's it kicks in your adrenaline, and it's like, oh, I I, I want more of that. And so I, I just wanted to go more and more. And um, I moved to Orlando, um, and and that's when I started getting the frequent fear pass from where Ormond oh okay yeah so no I, I sorry I moved to Orlando I should said that I'm a terrible guest
0: no um, you <laughs> are not you're fantastic I, I was just wait hold on like you moved hold I on, I, wait a I went to obviously I
1: lived in Ormond uh, as a kid and I went to UCF so I moved to Orlando okay and um, and that was 26 or 2006 and at that point I just started getting the frequent fear pass yep you have to and I, you know I went like three or four times each of those years that I was there. And then at um, at 21, I had some things happen in my life that I'm like, you know what? I really just need to do something for myself. And 21, I became obsessed with it.
0: Hmm. So um, that was absolutely my favorite year. I know. 21 was the lady luck year, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I really wish I went because it's, it's almost like what you did. Like I went in 24 one night did three houses loved it came back in 25 got the frequent fear pass did three houses a night went three nights so I did all of them 26 is when I got the frequent fear and I went like 16 nights and then its just like so from 24 to now it's just been an exponential growth yeah of like I need more of this so last year and this year is when I bought the frequent fear or frequent fear frequent fear plus express when was the first year you got the express was it last year 24. Oh, shit. So so when I started coming to fucking Horror Nights is when you already were like, fuck this, I need Express. Well, it was because of uh, Cabin in the Woods. And I, I, wait, 24 was Cabin in the Woods? That was 23. Okay, that's what I was going to say. I was like, hold on. I thought that was 23 because I really wish I went, because that was Evil Dead. Yeah. That was Cabin in the Woods. Uh That was Resident Evil, if I'm not mistaken. Raccoon City. Yes, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. I really wish I went that year, but um, I started coming the year after because I was so against Horror Nights. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why. Well, and so what happened to me was I had I I live an hour,
1: it's an hour 10 door to door with no traffic. Okay. Obviously, it's Orlando. There's going to be traffic. So fuck I, I, I went after work, um, drove down to Horror Nights, um, And then proceeded to wait probably an hour just to get into the park because that was the days they had.
0: Oh, you may not know the days of the security at the front of the park. 24 was the last. You know what? It's, it's might so much have been, nicer now. It might have been 25 where they, because I know 24 for sure, they had the metal, like the gates where you had to go through and like search your things at the front of the gates. Yeah. And it took an hour to get Fucking through. Fucking so, because you had to get through that. Then you had to get through the line. Then you mm-hmm. had to get inside the, yeah, that took forever. I think, I think 25 was the last year because I mm-hmm. remember doing that twice.
1: Yeah. See, I, what I did then is I just, made it a point that i'm gonna drive straight from work and get in there before um they they close the park so i would just do stay and scream
0: yeah and i didn't didn't even know what that was i didn't even know what that was until 27 i had no idea what stay and scream was um so so they've been doing that for a while then yeah
1: okay um so with with 23 there was that there was a night that i just drove down there waited about an hour to get in and then I went straight to Cabin in the Woods. It was a ninety-minute wait. Ended up being like two something hours because it they stopped it for a while. Oh God! And then I went through the house and I looked at my watch and I'm like, I have to work tomorrow. I have and to I leave. Goodbye. Oh and my And Cabin God. in the Woods
0: was at the very front of the park. Yeah, that was the first one you came in, in, in into contact with. Quote unquote. Yeah, it was. Um, State at like soundstage twenty. Pretty much where despicable yeah. me is, yeah. Yeah, wherever that one was for AHS in uh, twenty six. Yep. Yep. So I walked in, did that house, and left.
1: And at that point, I went, I, I that was a waste of time. Cabin in the woods, amazing house. I had already done it like, you know, ten times at that point. But you're like, uh,
0: yeah. And yeah. I was
1: just like, no. I think next year I'm getting express.
0: And it's so funny because like we didn't even have that like breakdown of like, oh my god, I have to have express. We were Like you know what we're really busy this year like we just want to be able to get in express houses and go home and the first house we did with Express in 28 we were like yeah we're never going back to you like we, we we can never go back to regular line because you just no. get in you get out it's over you don't have to sit there in the heat because Florida's hot if you're not from Florida I know we have some, honestly I know we have some listeners in like the UK and Belgium there's like like one percent that we have over there that's so that's awesome it's weird I know it's we have like Less than one percent, but there's some in Belgium and some in the u k It is fucking so hot and humid here. It's not fun to go sit in a line for ninety minutes at a time, go through a four minute house and then be like, "Okay, let's go do that again so like express is really worth it for people that just don't like the heat or just like have like we have time constraints, like I have to work at eight in the morning, yeah, so we want to get there and we want to go and be done with all the houses by a certain time, then go home. So Express is, seriously, it's a like godsend. So you've been doing that since I started going. Yeah. And I started doing it last year. That's, that's fucking hilarious. Um, all right. So do you have a favorite ye- Oh, you said 21. 21. 21. Yeah. Never mind. So next one. Okay. <laughs> Let, let's go to your favorite house slash houses, because I know it's hard to pinpoint one single house.
1: Yeah, especially going as many years as I have. Exactly.
0: For me, it's Scarecrow, Done. end of the day. You. <laughs> um.
1: Okay, so there was one in twenty one called Winter's Night. Very, very, very similar to uh, Graveyard Games Graveyard Games. Yep, yep. Um, but it was quiet. Really? It was not the screaming at you, um Ghost in the graveyard. <laughs> <laughs> uh you went in and it was it was peaceful. Hmm. Um they See, had I don't snow like effects that. going. It made it creepy. I
0: don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's like like too quiet. Yeah. No. Um don't like that.
1: That was great. Uh I also, at that point, was a huge Doctor Who fan, and the fact that they had a Weeping Angel at the beginning that was a character was amazing.
0: Didn't they have... Uh, wait, no, Weeping Angel. I'm thinking of the um, Scare from 26 with AHS where they had the...
1: It was similar to that. S-
0: similar, okay. But much but better. better done. Okay. Uh, you
1: know how the... in We're going to get really into my new show of certain houses right now. But no, you know fine. how in uh, Graveyard Games, yeah. it's about the third Scare is the guy on the wall... Yes. on the left-hand side and he looks like he's all covered in stone and okay now I'll just picture that with their hands over their eyes. Oh, okay. Yeah, it is yeah. that. Okay. <laughs> um but he also moved. I like that. He would be that. in he would be at different sides
0: of the line. Oh, so he would he would literally move his scares around. Yeah. I like that. I um, like that. So I'm okay with and that. And
1: there was another there was a, a statue one in there too. So it was kind of like which one Gonna be.
0: Um, yeah, that's always upsetting when you're like, I don't know which one's gonna scare me, but one of you sons of bitches are. Yep. <laughs> uh that was great. Um
1: The Forsaken was the same year. Uh it was great. It was um essentially a crashed ship, kind of like the fog, where you have like these creatures in the fog. Uh, but they also did a hurricane effect in the middle of the house. Really? Where you went through a kind of like a Spanish fort, yeah. And during the middle of a hurricane, so there's lightning going off, there's wind blowing, there's water spraying you, all while there's characters
0: surrounding you as well. See, I've seen pictures of that house uh, from like behind the scenes tours, and it looked like it was a really fun house to be like a part of, like with all the I don't know, it was, like. It's hard to explain. But they were like yeah. kind of like weathered and green almost. Yeah, they had the the green eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I've seen the... that house but obviously I never went through it. Sad.
1: But you went through and did you go at 25? Did you go through Monsters? Monsters of Mayhem? Yeah. yeah. Uh there was a part of it that was from Forsaken. The really? part with the the um the tilted floor? Yeah. Yeah, that was from Forsaken.
0: Oh shit. So uh, so I, I, I went through that happy. one time, so it's like it's hard to remember, but Fair like enough. now that you say that, I'm like, okay, I do remember the uh, the tilted part. Um, but yeah, like going on to other favorites. Same year again.
1: Nightingales, the original nightingales. <laughs> the original
0: nightingales had much better masks. I didn't go through it, yeah. but I've seen the masks, and they're much more menacing. This year, they're kind of like, carrion. Like you know, they have birds, like almost, which is like not that it's not cool, but like the other nightingales with all those teeth, mm-hmm. much more badass. The, there was a
1: night that uh, it, I think it was Halloween night on twenty one that i went through winter's night and nightingales back to back they were right next to each other and i went back and forth and back and forth five times five times yeah were I they the
0: up. uh like the tent places like where sl- no oh. they were soundstage houses wow yeah. god i would love no, to have gone that year <laughs> there was no line this was back when halloween was dead there yeah because even in 26 halloween was dead but then 27 and 28 they were like you know what ha yeah, it's busy as yeah like <laughs> fuck dude um
1: but that I, mean, I still remember that's the most houses i ever did in one night i did i, I stopped because of the year i did 21 houses
0: that that's night. A, that, that's impressive cuz the most i've ever done was i think it was 18 is the most i've ever done 21 yeah but Wait, again in ten- tw- in 20 in the, in the year of 21 like lady luck yeah Okay, well, that's just I am awesome. I'm a nerd. No, that's <laughs> that's just awesome. That, you know, I, I but that's even...
1: why I stopped. I was like, I'm not going to do another house nope. now. I'm just oh. going to go watch Bill and Ted. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's perfection. Um,
1: that dope, is perfection. Ghost Town was great. I never did the original Ghost Town, but the one they did you know, a few years ago. 26, Lightning Gulch? Yeah. Yeah
0: that's like that. my gold. Oh, it was such a good house. Yep. And it's one of those ones like depths of fear where like, I didn't like it at first, but the more I did it, I was like, you know what? These sets are fucking massive. Mm-hmm. And I really love all the scares that they, that they added. Yeah. Cause there was a couple scares that like came down from the roof. I don't know if you noticed that towards the end of the season. Yeah. There was one that just came down. I was like, you have never been there ever. What are you doing up there? <laughs> so that was, that was a really good house. I really enjoyed that. Um, so, what are you loving from this year of HHN?
1: Uh, we we alluded to it a little bit at the beginning of Graveyard Games and Depths of that Fear. that house is so good. Um, yeah, Great. I, 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 I tell anyone who has not given Depths of Fear a try, do it again. Do it if again. You, if if or sorry, do it if you have done it and you didn't like it, just suck it up. Do it again. It's an amazing house. <laughs> yeah,
0: I'm I'm slowly learning that the more I go through that house, the more I like it. Because the first couple times I went through, I was like, okay, the the costumes are kind of dorky and whatever. But no, they're really getting into a groove in that house, and I'm actually like kind of jumping back at some point. I'm like,
1: whoa, they're whoa. getting way
0: more aggressive. They
1: know their they know their space. They know how far yep. they can stick their head out now, and they are doing a really good job because the costumes are
0: massive. The costumes are huge, like bigger than even the yeti costumes. I want to say because like they're just like these giant fish with huge arms and.
1: Yeah and and when we say giant fish yeah we literally mean giant fish literally. they are uh, they look like anglerfish <laughs> minus minus that's, the little uh dongle that, at the front.
0: That's what the fuck they look like? I'm like you look familiar but I have so, i seen you in a film before. Yeah picture
1: uh, finding nemo when the the anglerfish comes out and it's you know just like chomping at them but that's what you're facing but it's it's like 7 feet tall and yeah i'm so
0: happy they didn't do it with puppets because i was kind of afraid they were gonna do that with puppets this but year there's a couple scenes in that house where there are puppets but they're super fun <laughs> there's the one that comes down from the roof and are just like yeah oh that, my god uh, i was i was I with love you the first one. time you saw that yeah i was just like oh my god what the fuck yeah i do not like that one that just pops down you <laughs> from the ceiling and then the, there's another one that's there's it, three. Yeah, there's. It's there on some nights, but maybe I've just missed it the past couple of nights because it's there and then it's not and then it's there and then there's one other one. Well, what's the other one? It's in the one? front. It's in the very beginning. That's right. Yeah, he pops out from the thing and just like. Ah. And, and I'm gonna paint a picture for the
1: listener right now. If you imagine paint a. It, Bob Ross. <laughs> well, let's let's first take a little uh, happy little gray and add some of that to our arm. And then add a mitten, uh, another gray mitten, to our hand. Paint all that over with some latex, and then proceed to make Pac-Man uh, gestures with your hand.
0: Bop, 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 bop. <laughs>
1: Because that is what these little tentacle <laughs> puppets <laughs> look like. They're like. They're, they're blotched with like green and gray, but they absolutely look like someone's hand with a mitten. It's not like they went. With it's, l- not <laughs> <subtle>. <laughs> but it's not
0: subtle. It's but they still get the scares with it and they really do because they just pop out in your face and they just do this with their hands and you're like that's upsetting i don't want you to do that ever can you please stop?" well and some of them now are on a giant wooden dowel rod <laughs> yeah they're just like ah, like oh my god
1: <laughs> and you just see a guy in the back just holding a wooden dowel rod that they didn't bother to paint uh they could have at least painted the dowel rod black or the same color as the, but no they the the mitten part is like a foot long, and then they just stick it in your face. It's um, like they went to
0: Michael's and they were like, You see that dowel right there? That's four feet long. Yeah, just give me that, and done. Yep. Done. <laughs> Fuck our like hundreds of thousands of dollars for production value. Just give me that. We're done. It's over. Just poke it in front of their faces, and you're good. But some <laughs> of those sets, though, in, in Depths of Fury are absolutely so beautiful. Good. The the facade of that, or it's not really a facade, but it's the entrance room. Well, yeah, the the thing you walk into is great because you have amazing. the, 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 um, the, uh, I guess TVs or whatever you want to call them yep. on the side with like a little video. That that house definitely has the best backstory mm-hmm. to any house there or original house because you, some you know it's kind of hard to compare originals to IPs sometimes. But for the original houses, that definitely has like the richest like backstory. And see,
1: I'm a huge fan of the original houses over the IPs. Yeah, um, and I guess part of it's because. Ips, you can kind of go like, all right, I'm going to do my HHN homework and watch this, and then there's really no, there's surprises in the oh, there's something there, but not surprises as in the, I wonder what the next room is going to be, or right. I wonder how I'm going to get out of this, um, which I is like s- my big complaint. I know, and I, I know you love us,
0: see, and but- I don't it's crazy because i do not like that movie i really don't maybe i need a rewatch i'm not sure but going through that house i was blown away i was like wow because the people act the same way like just creepy and like with the arm movements and the scissors so in that aspect i like it because they're so true to the movie that it makes the house enjoyable but at the same time, I really didn't like the movie because it was anticlimactic. But, you know, like, House 2, House to movie is different. Like, yeah, a, a movie takes a lot to impress me, but a House really doesn't take, I know that sounds bad, it doesn't take too much to impress me if you're comparing it to an IP. If you do it exactly how the IP is, I'm going to like it, like Ghostbusters. I mean, I know it's like walking through the movie, and that's where it kind of gets diluted, because it's like, okay, well, I could just go watch the movie. But at the same time, it's like, this is cool that you're kind of bringing it to life. And I a... feel like Ghostbusters has gotten better. Really? Yes. Because I know you were not really a fan of it. No. Yeah. Uh, and real quick, just
1: before we go no, further. No, 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 go, uh, ahead, go ahead. I just want to say I l- the casts in Us are fantastic. Dude. The house looks great. My problem is with the transition from movie and what that movie was trying to do and the fear that it was trying to instill into a house, I just did not feel like it worked. So it's not a slight against the cast. Everyone's doing a fantastic job there. If you like the movie, you're probably gonna like the house. I see it topping a lot of people's lists. Uh if you didn't like the movie, you still might like the house because
0: it is legitimately creepy. It just was not for me. See, and that's what I love about that is it's so creepy. It's not much about like jump scares, it's just about being creepy because I walked to that house just like I don't really like any of the things you guys are doing. I'm just going to keep walking. And then there's that one guy with the slicked back hair. Yeah. That kind of just sits there motionless and okay. then hits his trigger. And he's like, I'm like, no, you know who that is in the movie, right? Yeah. I know who that is. Fuck off. No, no, no. I mean like who the actor is. Right? Oh, no, 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 I don't No, no, sorry. I'm sorry. It's
1: Tim from Tim and Eric.
0: Is it really? Yeah. Did he lose a lot of weight? <laughs> that's, that's who it is in the movie. Oh my God. Well, okay. Yeah. Suddenly, I'm like not so uh, scared anymore.
1: Now it's a. Uh, now you want to go back and watch the movie because you want to see him.
0: <laughs> I really do need to re-watch that movie though because I've had nothing but negative things yeah. to say about that movie.
1: No, it's 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 a decent movie. The it's just very anything, predictable. It is. It's and, and very predictable. My wife Stephanie and I. Um, Who's not here? I kind of hate that I called her Stephanie. Steph, Steph. sorry. Um, love you. Steph. Uh, <laughs>
0: Uh, I'm sorry awkward. I made you I made you lose your train of thought <laughs> I'm did. sorry it, train
1: of thought just totally went all wily. things you love through. um <laughs> I just things made you a loved about us a house uh the dance scene yes the dance scene is absolutely beautifully chore- choreographed yep um that is just a fantastic piece of cinema yep um well, we were t- we were talking ghostbusters actually and I did not like it at the beginning because I felt like the first time, maybe second time I went through, that the Ghostbusters themselves were going for scares. But they're not now. They're not now. And that is why I like it. Because originally they were going for those scares. They would pop out at you. They they would say their little witty line. And then they would hide back in. But now they're, they're not. They're just kind of, they're there. And it's almost like a safety net. You're like, oh, here's something scary. But, oh, wait, here's the guy that's going to take care of us now. Which... Feels kind of weird because in all the years they've done houses that have a hero, they've never done the heroes. If you, I mean, all the Walking Dead houses, I complained for years that I wanted to see the survivors, and they never once put survivors in there.
0: Well, they kind of started that, I think, with Ash versus the Evil Dead. Agreed. Because that was the first house i saw i mean it, again limited years going i started in 24 and ash versus the evil dead was 27 that was the first year i saw a like a hero that was just kind of like there like not trying not trying to be scary but also like remember me like I'm Ash. Like, yeah, I remember you, dude. And he had a lot of good scenes. There's a lot of funny scenes. Like, I'm in the butt. I'm in the, like. There was. <laughs> I so, wasn't gonna quote that, but yeah, yes, <laughs> there was so many funny scenes that he was in, and you're just like, this is fun. It's almost kind of balancing the comedy horror aspect of the Evil Dead franchise in a house. Exactly. So I thought they did that. Like, and a lot of people that that is the house that I walked onto the most because yeah. nobody was there. I don't know why. I love that house. I thought it was so much fun. It was very interactive, especially when you walked out and had Ash out there with like ding, ding, ding and like <laughs> sprang the can at you. Like it was so much fun. Yeah. So I think that's when they kind of they realized that, oh yeah, we actually do want to see the heroes. and kind of broke out of their shell and was like, you know, let's kind of go this way because even in 28, you had, uh, my memory is failing me right now. There was another fun house. I can't remember. But then, They've kind of just progressed into a way where it's like we can have a broader scope of just not horror, but yeah, you know, like horror, kind of like Ghostbusters. Like, we're going to have fun with this house because it's not really scary. It's no, just it beautiful. Is, it is what I would almost
1: expect them to do for a year-round haunt if they ever did it at Universal because it would be, this isn't really scary. It's anyone can go through it. It's fun. And it is,
0: I'm going to experience the movie. Yeah. And I do get some scares from Ghostbusters. Yeah. Like, the ending scene with um, the Slimer that co- that pops out. Yeah. If he's going after me, gets me every time. The, the like, library gets you know, me every the time. The library, too. So, it's like, there are scares in that house, for sure. But it's not meant to be scary unless you actually hit those cue points right on target. Yeah. It's fan service. It's Exactly. Just and, like Killer Clowns is fan service. And I love the fact that they have that actress in there who is yeah. actually talking. Yeah. We... I can't think I've, of a time we've ever seen that before. I've never seen that where someone actually has freedom to say, well, obviously she's got some sort of script, but she has freedom to say whatever she wants. Because she actually looked at me one, light, one night and said like something about, oh, you look good or you look like you could defend Ghost good. And I was like, thank you. Okay, I'm going to leave now. So it's kind of cool to see someone that has free reign of saying things to people as they pass, like situationally. Yeah. Oh, it's
1: cool. I've seen them where they do
0: like a spieler at the front. Yeah. But um Not
1: I in haven't house. seen in-house before no. like that and I, I was impressed by that. Yeah, and I was it really took me a while to realize that actually is an actress.
0: Same. It took me a while. when we went on the behind the scenes tour they're like, "Yeah, she has uh, you know, a certain amount of lines. She can kind of say whatever she wants as long as it's in, you know, respect to what we've given her." I was like, "Oh, I didn't realize she actually had a microphone on. I thought that was just like all an act. I thought you were just really like doing that very well but no she can say things she wants as long as it's according to what they've given her which is pretty awesome because like again i've never seen anything like that so no um so yeah that's all the questions i have that's it what are you living from this year all that stuff let's get into the two movies maybe three (laughs) maybe three that we've seen this week and we are going to start with one of the most Honestly, I'm going to say one of the most popular anthology movies, VHS. Yeah. I'm sure you've seen it. I'm sure you've no, heard, never heard of, of it. it. Huh? Never heard of it. Are you supposed to be on this show? Like, hello? Are you supposed to be on this show? Zool? Hello? No, she's not. Awkward silence is awkward. <sighs> My dog is in here again, and she's causing a lot of ruckus in here. No, VHS, uh, 2012... It is an anthology that—that is actually one of the first anthologies I've ever seen.
1: I would say uh, I saw Bordello of Blood before
0: that. Bordello of Blood. Yeah. What? It's Tales from the Crypt. Oh, sorry. I thought that was like a whole other thing. I was like, hold on a second. No, yeah, yeah. Vaguely sounds like a porn as well. (laughs) No, uh, VHS was absolutely the first horror anthology that I ever saw. Just on Netflix, I was like, what is this? Let me see what this is. I pressed play, mind, was fucked, didn't know what I saw, because that was seven years ago. I saw it when it first came out, and I had a lot of thoughts and feelings on this movie. I'd like to hear some of yours. (laughs) Oh, man. All right, so I guess let's just start with the fact that the whole setup to this movie is, I'm not a fan of it. You have a couple guys with the camera going to... How would you say that they just like lift up a girl's shirt and they're like show her titty and you're just like I don't okay this is weird so it's almost like exploitation against women like they're going to film someone that they don't know like rip her top off and then sell it and you're like I don't like that setup no like I don't like that setup at all it's super well, weird
1: and they're dumbasses and I'm, I'm sorry for using it like that no they are they're they're pe- pe- pretty petty criminals that are filming themselves i'm like why would anyone do that why are you filming this and putting it out there you're
0: this is weird yeah because even before they go because like they find this girl in a parking garage and they literally like rip her top off and they're like show her titty I'm like wow but even before that there's a guy filming himself with his girlfriend like Oh yeah, that's
1: right. And Inter- like
0: spliced into yeah, that. Yeah, splice- because it's you know it's VHS, so it's they're they're splicing in the fact that this guy is recording himself with his We're, it's girl- assumed girlfriend. I'm gonna assume girlfriend. You know, having sex, whatever. And then they're splicing in this whole like, oh, this is what we do on the side to get fifty bucks a film. They get fifty dollars of like a film that they do where they go expose some random girl's breasts. It's like that is a bizarre business to be in. Yeah. So that is kind of the backstory of the film. But then the same guys go because they're like, this guy's going to pay us all this sort of money to go steal this guy's VHS yeah, like tapes.
1: The guy with the pedo stash is like, <laughs> yes, that guy, the <laughs> fucking
0: weirdo. He's like, we're going to go steal this guy's VHS tapes because he's going to pay us a lot of money to like steal these tapes. It was one tape specifically. Yeah, one tape specifically. So they go to break into this guy's house and, and there's, like, hundreds of VHS tapes and, like, all these TVs. And you're just like, okay, so they're going to just take one and leave? And you come to realize that, oh, they're going to start playing all these tapes while this guy who lives there is is dead? By the way, we're going to spoil this whole movie just so you know. So they break into this house. And, like, the, is the guy dead? Because, like, I don't know. I really don't know to this date if he's it,
1: actually dead. See, I always took it as, I mean, can I spoil the ending right now?
0: Um. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't sure. sure if we're going, like, sequentially through it or are we going to talk about each story. I, I figured we'd go sequentially through it. But, I mean, like, again, we're doing spoilers right now. So, go ahead. Okay. Well, the guy, he is dead. At least this is how I take it. He is dead.
1: And you keep seeing him kind of reanimating. And I just look at it as he's the first zombie in a zombie apocalypse.
0: You know what? That makes sense. Because I was reading something. See, it was on a Wikipedia. So, like, you don't know how reputable that I won't lie. Is. I did read that on Wikipedia. <laughs> okay. I, but I, I, I did take it that way. I read the whole synopsis. And at the end, you are like, oh, you realize that he's a zombie. And he's coming. And you're like, really? So, like.
1: But there's obviously
0: something really
1: messed up with that guy because he's watching multiple TVs all at once. Exactly. And they they're all staticky at that point, so and even they have when, been sitting
0: done for a while. And even when you come into the movie, like when they break into that guy's house, he's like, "Oh man, it fucking stinks in here." Like, is that? The, is like, is that him? So it's like, I guess he's been dead for a while. Yeah. Which is. It's just a bizarre It's a bizarre situation to throw yourself into a movie with because you're like, I don't know what's exactly what's happening. They're breaking into this guy's house to see a VHS tape. He's dead. They start watching these tapes, and you get five different short films. You get one underlying plot of them breaking into the house, but they're also plopping in these VHS tapes to watch. And the first one you get, God, when I first watched this movie, it was the weirdest thing I've ever seen. 'Cause the first movie you get, I had them written down, I'll have to I'll look them back up. The first movie you get is these guys going on Guy's Night Out?
1: Yeah, I guess that's the best way to put it.
0: Yeah. Well they and they have like a little camera hidden in this guy's glasses. And he's like, you know, you need like one of the guys is like, you need to film everything that happens. Like film all these girls and all this stuff. So they go to this bar and um the guy with the glasses meets this girl who's just like, I like you. And you're like, yeah, <laughs> like, I don't like you. Um, you're being super weird, and they get kicked out of this bar, and then they all drive back to this hotel room, and um, shit goes down. I'm gonna say, yeah, just just, just a to bit. say the least, you have one girl who's into one of the main guys, and uh, they're they're starting to go at it, and then she falls asleep, and then everyone's like, dude, yeah,
1: like, don't do that one. <laughs>
0: don't do that. Like that's like statutory or whatever it's called, like uh, rape. Don't yeah. do that. Just don't. So then, after he's done with the girl who's asleep, he just decides to move to the other girl that's in the room. It's like, oh, you're pretty, yeah. Let's like, well, yeah. The guy who she was, she liked, with the glasses, yeah, with, with, the, with glasses. the camera, and yeah. That,
1: so that is done in first person. So right. she's I staring at
0: that. the at the camera, pretty much
1: spiking the lens, going, "I like you." Yeah.
0: To the guy, um, I can't remember. I, I don't remember. I don't think they all had it. It was it was like let's call him Lens. Uh, I was just gonna col- say it
1: was like Clint or something like yeah. that. It was typical college frat boy. Right. And um Chad or something like that. Start with a C. Uh but he he kinda gets the heebie jeebies and doesn't want to be there. And so that's when the, you know, alpha of the group kind of makes his movie. He's like, Well, I didn't get fucked here, so I'm gonna get fucked here. Yeah, <laughs> you're just like we're like, like, whoa. But the the where I think this is brilliant is the makeup effects. Yeah. Because one of the cool things about the first time you see her, there's something slightly odd. And then later on when they get to the hotel room, there is just enough of a hint of a line right down the middle of her face. Yep. And then at the end, you see why she has the, the line. Yeah,
0: the line is completely it's, split down her face and she looks, I don't even know how to say it. It's just like crazy. You're just like, oh. Yeah, uh. it's it's great. and And I
1: love that they don't explain it.
0: Yeah, there's no explanation. It's just three guys on the town having fun. They bring two girls back to their uh, hotel room. One falls asleep. The other one is like, oh, I like you. And the other guy tries to have sex with her. And then um, basically she rips him to shreds. Yeah. While the other two guys hide in the bathroom. Um, And it's funny because at one point, (laughs) at one (laughs) point when she's like, when the one guy just decides to thrust himself onto her, she's like, you know, like, brings the camera down, which is the guy's face, and starts making out with him. And you can see her tongue is like all black and disgusting. And you're like, I don't know what's well, going on. But there's also the feet. Yeah, and the feet, which are all just really terrible. Yeah. And then the other guy on the couch is just like laughing hysterically, like, ah, I'm just fucking on the couch. Like, I'm just here. Yeah, I think he I'm, even says that at one point. Yeah. He goes, I'm just on the couch. And the guy's like, What are you laughing at? But he's like, ah. He's like, I'm just on the couch. Like, ah. And then he starts taking his pants off. And the, and the girl that. Is on the bed. is like no, like I don't want him because apparently they're all just gonna gangbang her. But then I, I don't know what yeah, their intentions know, were because like they all just started like one like N- why is this happening? And then she just literally rips the two guys to shreds. Like I'm talking rips dick off, slams it on the ground with a lovely sound effect. Yeah, the like Psh! ow that hurt my hand. And then the guy with the glasses, who is the obviously the focal point of the mo- or, of the short, leaves the room. Runs down the stairs, trips and falls, busts his hand open. Like, oh, that was not fun to see. Compound fracture. Yeah, compound fracture. And it's like, oh my god. And then, like, you know, he kind of turns up to the stairs, and you see this, you see the succubus, which you find out later, kind of creeping around the stairs. And you're just like, I'm, I'm okay with that. You need to get up and leave. And then some things happen, which I don't even want to spoil. I want to leave some things up to yeah. mystery. Some things happen. He, yeah, don't if, blow it. Yeah. He, he, <laughs> 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 oh, God, that was so perfect. He gets up to leave, tries to find help. <laughs> gets from, up. Yeah, he literally tries to find help from the people who run this hotel or motel. They're like, no, 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 you need to leave. And then he runs away. And then I'll leave it there because I do want to leave some stuff up to mystery, and that is an just a uh, yeah interesting first story for a anthology movie because I was sitting there like I've never seen anything like this. What is happening? Well, what the fuck? And they never like we said
1: earlier, they never tell you what nope. happened. Nope. They just leave it all up in the air.
0: Yes, they do. God damn it, this is so great. I love this episode. They leave it literally all up in the air, and they leave it for you to just kind of uh, interpret it however you want to interpret it, and that's what I love about this movie that they do so well that I think it's a very solid anthology. Is after, you know, what I just said happens, it just cuts off, and the guy is looking at the the like you know the screen just like, what the fuck, and then you know some other bullshit happens in the house, and then he plops in another tape. The next tape he pops in. Ooh, what's the next one? It's not the honeymoon one. Yeah, it is. Is it the honeymoon one?
1: Yep. Okay. I just watched it this morning, so if I sound like I'm an expert
0: on this, I, I'm literally like eight hours out from actually watching okay. it. <laughs> so the next save he pops in is the honeymoon one. So why don't you go ahead, Mr. Bishop, and tell us what happens. Okay. So. So here we go. <laughs> here we go. Um. Okay. So it's these
1: this couple on their honeymoon. They... Or, sorry, second honeymoon. Yes, yeah, second. Which I always thought was kind of weird that they're not just calling it a vacation, but whatever. Um, they go to a really cool uh, kind of ghost town-looking place that's this um, – you know what this reminded me of? I'm going slightly off topic. It reminded me of that episode of The Twilight Zone. Did you ever watch The Twilight Zone? Yeah, which one? The one with William Shatner where they have the little – um, the little fortune teller box thing. Oh, and I can't remember money what
0: episode you're talking about. <laughs> that was <laughs> but terrible. He was putting his money in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah I it reminded me a lot of that. So I, yeah. I kind
1: of took it as it's kind of a modern day take on that. Okay. But so they go to a fortune teller, but one of like the creepy machine fortune tellers. He's got a country accent. And he's like, "I'm going to tell you your fortune." Yeah, <laughs> and I'm going to give you some uh, good old fashioned advice here. And uh, I was like,
0: "But it's okay, very foreshadowing." <laughs>
1: um, and his advice was, or his the fortune was. Um, essentially, that a former love is going to come back, and there will be happiness. There's some other things in there, and uh, it's
0: very foreshadowing.
1: So, just gonna say, yeah, definitely. And it, it's one of those you you go, oh, that's kind of weird, but when you've seen it and you know it again, or you see it again, then you're like, oh, I see what they did there.
0: It but, takes a second watch to fully appreciate what they're suggesting.
1: Well, and earlier when I mentioned one of my favorite guys that uh, make movies, I said uh, Ty West. This is the one that's made by him. Yep. Um, so, they go to their hotel room. They hear something weird outside. The husband goes out and is like, yeah, there was some girl asking for a ride, but not a ride now, but tomorrow. And so, it's they're, like- they're kind of weirded out by the fact that, well, it can't be an emergency because she would be asking for a ride now if it was an emergency. Right. But she's asking for a ride tomorrow, but doesn't specifically say where she's going. So they assume she's just going door to door. Things happen. Things go on. Um, you you end up changing perspective for a moment. And you see the couple sleeping. And the there's a knife that pops out. It's a, a switchblade. And it starts just kind of rubbing... Caressing, um, the girl, and then You're like
0: what the fuck yeah, is and then happening? having some
1: very um, aggressive gestures to
0: the guy. Yeah, toilet and tooth br- or um, sorry, yep. toothbrush in the toilet, opposite way. You can't really do that the other way. Yeah. Toilet and the toothbrush. Toilet and the toothbrush. Yeah. Though that totally
1: sounds like a morning DJ show. <laughs> toilet and the toothbrush. Here we come, yeah. <laughs> coming at you on W nine nine nine. <laughs> Toilet <laughs> and the toothbrush in the morning.
0: Toots, toots, toots.
1: <laughs> Today we have on set. Uh, oh my God. We have Bubba who's brought his prized pig.
0: <laughs> That's a terrible pig. I'm sorry. I, I don't have sound effects. I wish I did. I but mean, I yeah. can keep going with this bit. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, you have a very suggestive. Um, what you think is going to turn out one way turns out the complete opposite way because you have that person breaking into their hotel room doing weird things to the wife yeah but because like yeah and then the weird things to the husband and then you're like okay so this is like where are you going with this well and the things she's doing to the husband seem like a scorned
1: lover yeah and the things she's doing to the wife seems like essentially like she just wants to kill her Right, but it turns out to be the opposite, in which that it's she. You see that again, and she ends up killing the guy.
0: Yeah, and brutally. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my
1: god. And the the wife
0: and now the lover just kind of like, oh yeah, let's we're going out of here. What I loved about that one was is you had the husband. I'm just going to call them husband and wife because I really don't know. I don't remember their names. I don't don't know what they were. I don't know if they were. I really don't know. So I'm going to say husband and wife. You had the husband come up to the wife at one point, like, trying to film them. Like, oh, Oh, that was awkward. Well, no, because he was like, oh, come on. Just, you know, take your clothes off. Whatever. Let's just do this. And she's like, no. But then you get to the end and she's basically in her underwear with the other lady who's filming her and they're making out. So it it was just such a weird parallel that you had where she was like, No, I don't want to do this with you. No, like I'm gonna put my clothes back on. But then she she knew what they were doing. It's just funny though that you see that like you see that parallel where she's like, no, I'm not doing this with you. And then at the end of the movie she's like, oh I'm I'm totally fine doing it with you. And you're just like that is a very weird yeah thing you're doing. So that movie was more or excuse me, that segment was more like a slow burn, even though it was a short it was definitely more of a slow burn because nothing really happened up until like the last minute where you had the guy just fucking oh yeah that was a brutal scene just uh-huh. a knife to the neck like like oh, like, oh <laughs> and, ah, I'm so uncomfortable I don't want to watch this oh and it's funny because like I, wow the. Words. Um, Words. Let me
1: back up. <laughs> Hi, I'm Chris. Nice to meet all of you um, guys. <laughs> Welcome
0: to Frightmare's episode <laughs> 22. Here we go. <laughs> um, no, but
1: I think we're kind of touching on my only problem with the anthology genre.
0: Which is what? You
1: never tend to get, with a few exceptions, uh, you never tend to actually get to know the characters.
0: No. Because,
1: I mean, I'm really good with character names, yeah. even though I have a horrible memory. But I can't tell you a single character name in these movies except maybe one was chad just because i went (laughs) that (laughs) sounds
0: about right honestly but yeah that's the problem is you don't really have a character connection with these anthologies it's just here's a short and we're done yeah so
1: so it's it almost plays more into um kind of the the feeling of not wanting to look at a car accident but still kind of wanting to see it no i'm totally Um, with you it's you're watching it just for a movie like this, you're watching just to see people get brutally killed. Shock and awe.
0: Yeah. It's literally, it's literally all it is. Because you get to the next one, and I'm pretty sure the next one was the one where they go out in the woods. Yeah, the one with the glitch. The one with the glitch, which is... I think that's my favorite. Just Mine too. Be- just because of how different it was. Because you have oh, this... Oh, man, and the makeup in that one is so good. It's is very good. <laughs> you have... um. You have a girl bringing one, two, three, four other people out to the woods to hang out, like to to relieve some stress. We're gonna go swimming in this lake, pond, river thing, and then before they get to their destination, the girl is like, "You guys are gonna fucking die out here," and you're just like, uh, "Okay, are you just joking? Like, what are you saying?" And then they get out there and they start smoking weed. Typical horror trope, because uh, there's that one guy that's like the fear man. I don't want the fear. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, are you guys smoking weed? Are you guys doing drugs right now? What? And eventually, of course, he smokes and he smokes like he's been smoking weed for his entire life because he rips it and then he just exhales. And they're like, you no, you need a bigger hit. And I'm like, that was a big <laughs> hit. What? And then she goes into this Don't do sto- drugs kids yeah well, yeah just li- just listen <laughs> she goes into this whole story about what happened to these people but then she's like ah i'm just kidding like ha 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 ha. but n- all the while the guy who's filming like keeps seeing all these deaths on his camera is like what the fuck is wrong with this camera and you're just like okay what's well, actually like is she telling the truth like what's actually happening and then it comes comes to find out that um yeah she's telling the truth and all the people are getting murdered by this Glitch yeah, guy, it, like it's kind of cool because it's it, this one goes
1: into the supernatural a little bit. At least that's how I take it, and that's why I love it. And he's kind of this supernatural entity that can't be filmed, right? So it's going into the fact that okay, you have a VHS tape, which I also love that this one takes place when there would be VHS tapes. Unlike the first one, which had iPhones in it, yeah. you're not gonna have VHS tapes in that. But this I one actually seems to have. VHS tapes, and the the killer is seen as a tracking error. Now, I'm yeah, going to leave it just like, as that, because yeah. that is going to age anybody on this podcast, because people who know what I mean by a tracking error are going to be like, yes! I know what that means! And
0: then all the other kids are going to be like, what's well, What's that VHS? I don't even know. Why are They're going to be like, why is it
1: all like staticky on, on the kid? And,
0: and that's what I love about this movie, is it plays into the whole like 90s kid aesthetic of like i know what of. i know what a vhs is and oh the tracking oh my god i remember doing that on my yep. like on my vhs <laughs> like oh no no up. no 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 yeah so it's great because it plays into that and then it also kind of makes you like what is this because she's like why can't i film you like you know halfway through the show yeah, she's she like, says that at the end she's like why can't i film you and then she eventually it's like, ha, I got you, motherfucker. Like, I did this by myself, and then it just goes completely left field and just it's like
1: home alone in the woods because she's yes. somehow laid all these traps. Yeah. And it's like, when were you doing this? But yeah, because
0: she went there, all the shit happened, now she's coming back, and she's like, I finally got you. So it's kind of like loosely interpreted, but at the same point, it's still very enjoyable to watch. So I feel like wasn't there five though? Because we talked about three. Yeah. There's, um, it's something called, I think it's something wrong with Emily. Something, yes. That's, yeah. See, and that's like, I don't know, that's like my least favorite one because like there's not enough explanation to understand what's going on. I actually had to look it up and figure out what was happening. But if you take each
1: movie as a different type of horror movie, that's the point where you get into, um, the body horror. Because the first one was straight. That one's going to be a creature feature. I was going to say that's creature feature. Second one is going to be uh, more like the Hitcher, something like that. Okay. Where it's just, cr- uh, um, I guess you could just say maybe more of a thriller would be a better way to say it. The third yeah. one is a slasher. Yeah. The fourth one is body horror, and yeah. the fifth one's a haunted house. Yeah, that's all. The, that's all. The and things then I the did. the wraparound one
0: is a zombie movie. Fuck! That's a perfect movie. God damn it. <laughs> God, you just laid it all out for me like that. And you're like, fuck, that is such a good movie. But yeah, take it away with uh, the fourth one? Yeah. Fourth one. Uh, so I love actually the fourth one.
1: Really? I really do. Because, <laughs> again, it's like the, you have to suspend disbelief for this one because I'm the type of person that can't. And I'm going... Why is this on a VHS tape? Because the whole thing is a Skype call. Yeah. So why is a Skype call on a VHS tape? Yeah, because <laughs> it very clearly shows hard drive in the top right-hand corner. Um And that's it, why maybe I'm just like I don't I don't get this one. So it's a it's a girl who is skyping her doctor boyfriend or he's in med school and he's away. And she's experiencing all these um weird things happening in her apartment. You think it's going to go in the direction of something along the lines of the fourth kind or even... Um,
0: God, the fourth kind. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. Sorry.
1: Or even paranormal activity where you're going, there is a haunting going on here. Right. Um, but anytime or kind of intersplice between these, you also see her talking to her boyfriend and you see her start kind of rubbing her arm at one point and she's like, oh, there's, there's something here. And he's like,
0: "Oh, that just looks like it's bruised. That's yeah, fine. fine. Just don't stop worry it. about it. You're I'm being a doctor. Cra- you're being crazy. Yeah, he, yeah, he's a doctor.
1: Um, he then, or then, like a couple minutes later, you hear about this haunting, and she's like, "Oh, I, if if it happens again, I'm going to have you uh, on on Skype so you can, um, so you can see what's happening, and, and you can be there to support me. And so they do. He starts seeing all the kind of crazy things that she's seeing, and starts believing her." Then it goes like the next day, and she's just like going to town, digging around in her arm. Well, like, I'm like, w- okay, the pain.
0: What's, for one. what's crazy about that is is it's like off camera, and she's just doing this motion. I know you can't see this. This is a podcast. I'm sorry. But she's doing a motion as if she is wiping
1: butter on yeah. her arm.
0: Yeah. Picture exactly. Picture you wiping butter on your arm. Spreading and he's like, would be the better word than wiping, but yes. No, I like to wipe my butter, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so spreading butter on your arm right and then they're talking and blah 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 and he's like what are you doing and she's like oh i'm just doing this and then she pops her arm in frame and there's like this giant crater in her fucking arm and you're like ah, what are you doing and then she the,
1: the part that i i i i lost it i laughed at she then's like well i can't get it and she goes and gets a barbecue fork yeah she's like, like i'm just gonna try this And he's like "No, no 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 no,
0: no. you're acting crazy and she's like Okay, I'm sorry, I'm acting crazy. And she's like, oh my God, I need you to stop this because this is very uncomfortable for me and my circumstances. Stop this. <laughs> I need you to stop. It, it's very Cronenberg-esque.
1: It really is. Um, so then the next night, um, or maybe it's that night, I, I wasn't exactly sure on the time frame of the Yeah,
0: the timeline's kind of loosely interpreted. I'm not really sure.
1: Um, she wakes him up again and saying, I'm, I'm hearing things again uh they they're also seeing things at this time and this time she goes okay i will yell at the person i just need you to tell me if they're there right and so she's holding the the computer in front of her again how did they get that on a vhs tape? yeah That's i don't know yeah you, you really do have um, to
0: suspend disbelief or uh yeah, disbelief for this one
1: she and then she's like okay I'm, I'm gonna close my eyes you tell me if something's there and then i'll yell at it and you're expecting, every time she opens the door, you're expecting there to be something. something. You you know they're going to do the whole, like, okay, there's nothing there, nothing there. And then on the third one, gotcha! Um, but they didn't do
0: that. <laughs> yeah, they didn't.
1: And it was then when she turns it back around and goes, hey, okay, I guess we're okay. I guess we're just being foolish. You see a figure behind her. And at that point, he's like, close your eyes. Just, yeah. just close your eyes. And you're Stop like, it. He's actually taking this serious now. There, there's an intruder in my, my uh, girlfriend's house. Yada, yada, yada. She ends up... Oh, crud, did she pass out or did she get hit with a camera? It was... No, the set, the third one's where she got hit with the camera.
0: She gets hit with something and knocked out and then you realize that the boyfriend is not in Michigan like he says he is and then walks into the apartment and starts talking to these entities things like how many times you're gonna do this what the fuck is this thing human that i'm pulling out of her like uh, uh, we okay. had
1: and then and then you find out he's done it before
0: yeah you find out he's done it before and that at the end of the at the end of the short he's talking to another girl about a thing in her arm so he's doing this with all these girls all over town or something and you're yeah. like
2: what but is I will.
1: i know i keep talking about the makeup in this movie but he so when she's passed out on, on the ground, he slits open her back. Oh, yeah. Reaches in. And I mean, this is full center of the frame.
0: No she's cuts.
1: Like, he's reaching in. You're seeing his fingers underneath your skin. And it pulls out this fetus is about the best way to put no, it. No, it's a fetus. From her back. Yep. And, and he's kind of going, you know we we're going to have to make this look like an accident again. And he's, he's like, I guess I got to break some bones and then proceeds to start breaking her arm and giving her a black eye and stuff. And so you see her at, again going, yeah, I, I, I can't believe I, I must've somehow passed out, but walked, slept, walked to the middle of the street and got hit by a car.
0: Yeah. Cause even before that, she talks about this giant. Cause apparently, apparently, the main actress in this and the main actor in this have known each other since they were kids. And she was like, yeah, remember that time I had that accident as a kid. And you're like, yes, I remember even though I wasn't there. Cause it was probably you, you son of a bitch. <laughs> so yeah, she's had these accidents all her life. And then she's just like, yeah, I had another accident. guess I'm just crazy. And she starts crying and you're like, Oh my God, I feel for you. Like, Oh my God, it's not your yeah. fault. Like, and I think
1: that's why I like this one is because it's you very psychological.
0: They're using her as some sort of incubation. And as well as the girl at the end of the short, which you haven't seen, you see your tits, but like you're like, yeah. uh, you're like, I don't know who you are, but apparently you're doing the same thing, yeah, as an incubation thing for aliens.
1: Yeah, they were aliens, which describe or which is why she was hearing all those things in her house. Is it was aliens, not like home intruders or ghosts or anything like that, which I thought was kind of a cool take. And again, they never explain that they're exactly. aliens, but by the look on their face and. After watching it a couple times, you start to notice, okay, yeah, they're
0: aliens. Well, this one's definitely less left up to your interpretation of what's going on. And I guess that's why I didn't like it the most. Because I usually like to have some type of resolution or something. And this one was just like, this is what we're doing and good luck. And you're like, okay. So that's why I didn't like it as much. But it was v- definitely the most, I say it was the most interesting one. Because you have no idea what's going on. You're you're just thrown into this world where this guy is doing this and you're like, Okay. <laughs> but also, I right. feel the most forgettable of all yeah. Of these. Because, yeah. Because, like, when I watched it today, I was like, oh, I completely forgot about this one. Same. And I've seen that five or six times. And I was like, yeah. oh, yeah, this one. And then we get to the last one, which Ooh. is my favorite. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. That's my favorite. It's like, this one is just simply called ten thirty one ninety eight. Mm-hmm. That's what this one's called. Oh, I haven't been mentioning all the names of these. God damn it. It, there's the first regret. one, the second one, the third one, the fourth one, and now ten ninety, ten thirty <laughs> one ninety eight. There you go. Uh, yeah, this one's great because it really throws you into the nineties nostalgia of not having a GPS on your phone and trying to get around. Because then the whole, like when they're driving, around, they're like, "Wait, which road am I turning on?" They're like, like looking at maps, and they're like, "Oh yeah, go this way," and they finally get to this house, which is supposed to be a party, like yeah. it's supposed to be like some party, and they get in there, and they're like, nobody's there. They have no idea what's happening. At one point they're like, Oh, there's these fucking hands coming out of the walls. Like, what's going on? They thought it was a they thought they were the first ones there. Yeah, they thought they were the first ones to show up. They're like, Yeah, this is gonna be a great Halloween party. Obviously they had the wrong address.
1: Okay, so you you mentioned the hands coming out of the wall part. Yeah. Did you see before that the girl in the um in the, uh, the, the mirror? Yeah, I was gonna say the case, the the China cabinet. Yep. That's the word China Cabinet.
0: There's so many subtle things that happen in that movie before it actually goes down that you really have to rewatch because you won't catch it the first time. Even today, I saw something that I didn't see before, and I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Really just putting it all out there for me, and I didn't notice that. And it
1: sounds cheesy with the hands coming out of the walls, but it actually looks really good. It's so
0: good. (laughs) It's so good. And plus, you know, VHS is all obviously like found footage style movies. Which I'm a sucker for. I don't know. I don't know if I said that. I don't know if I said that. Yeah. Found Okay. So, um, yeah, this one was great because these guys go to this party and, um, they're looking around this house. Things are kind of going down, but like, not very obviously. Like, one guy has a uh, like a I guess a nanny cam in his. It's almost like the first one. Yeah. Oh it's- shit! It comes for. It almost comes full circle in that in that instance because he's got like a. It, they did
1: say it was a nanny cam that they had
0: taken from something and he put in his, uh, his costume, his bear costume. And he's walking around and, like, he at one point he looks into this mirror and sees a girl sitting in a chair. And he's like, like, you know, you can, you can see like the what the fuck. And then he turns over and he looks at the chair. Nobody in the chair. So this one is definitely your paranormal, uh, ghost exorcist style, yeah, haunt or not haunt, but like found footage movie because they go up to the attic at one point mm-hmm. and they're like performing an exorcism. They're like chanting at this girl and they're like, I don't know what they're saying. They're like, you shall not pass or whatever they're saying. <laughs> they're just chanting. And then like the guys are like, what are you doing here? You shouldn't be here. You get out of here. And then like shit just goes down from that point. And I was like, ah. I love what they did. Oh my God. It, Cause just it's the, so deep. Di- yeah. <laughs> the, the, rocket guy, flying off? the guy just fucking <laughs> flies up into the ceiling. The guys are like, fuck, we have to get out of here. They run down the house. Like, windows are, like, closing. Like, I'm not talking about closing. I'm talking about windows are, like... How would you explain that to, like, not being able to see it? Like, windows are, like, shutting... Them like a s-
1: shutter, uh, like, closing down an aperture, almost.
0: Yes. So you have windows that are in the wall that are literally closing in on themselves door handles that are disappearing doves flying across the screen plates and dishes flying around so they're trying to get out of this house as fast as they can because they've walked into some sort of exorcism unintentionally well and up to this point they thought that it was just all a haunted house Yeah, exactly they're like oh this is a great haunted house this is so much fun like (laughs) they started
1: dying they realized oh -oh." but i like what they did next and go on what did they do next Oh, they actually realized that, oh, we can't leave, that this was real. What was happening upstairs was real. We have to go get
0: the girl. (laughs) That's right. So they go get the girl, bring her downstairs, put her in the car. She's screaming and yelling and doing all this shit. And they're driving and driving and driving and driving. You're like, okay, they're going to take her to the hospital. It's all going to be fine. Yes. Yeah, they're going to be good. No. Car dies. Where does the car die? Oh, on top of a fucking railroad track. On top, and then, like, they're looking around like, wait, where did the girl go? Did she just fucking leave? She pounds on the side of the car, they're like, holy shit, disappears again. They're like, where the fuck did she go? Then she's in front of the car doing this crazy, I don't know, like... Almost like ring girl. Yeah, just, like, kind of head down, like, arms to the side. And then... They realize they, like, you know that they're on a railroad track, but they finally realize that they're on a railroad track because they look to the left and they see the horn or they, they see the horn. They see the light and hear the horn and like, oh, shit, we got to get out of here. They can't get out of the car. Oh, no. <laughs> and then that's pretty much it. The fuck, you, like all you see is them trying to get the fuck out of the car. And then the light gets as close as it can to the camera. And then it just over. And you're like, though, I'm upset. I I'm did wonder why they didn't try the windows. What do you mean?
1: Well, okay, you figure it's in the nineties. The way they looked, the way the car was, it's probably got the manual windows. It was
0: eighty nine, because it was oh ninety eight, ninety eight, ninety eight. But regardless,
1: yeah. regardless, it doesn't matter. But they, but no, yeah, ninety eight. Probably would have had manual windows. Yeah, just because the car wasn't like brand new car. It's not no. like I'm driving my daddy's car to this Halloween party. Um, so I was assuming there's probably manual windows. I mean, I thought the same thing. That's and why yeah, it's like... Why didn't you... Do, I don't know. It Again, I look at things like this and go, why didn't? To you but again, f- that would be terrifying to be looking at a train coming at you and, yeah. and
0: that you're seeing it in
1: first person. Still, this terrifying. That's
0: terrifying. To not know you're on railroad tracks because you are so oblivious to the facts because you have some crazy girl in your car that's fucking screaming and crying and yelling and you don't really know where you're at. You're just trying to get out of there. Your car won't start. So you do have that typical trope of car not starting, but you have the car not starting on tracks of a fucking train and you're like, Oh shit, we have to get out of here. Oh, we can't get out of here. But yeah, I do agree with you. Like it's 98. You should have had some roll down windows. Yeah. I or at like, least it could have or something. Um, But I like that they kind of played with the urban
1: legend of the car stalling on the track, and then you almost expect her to then at the last minute push it off or something like that. Yeah, something. She doesn't.
0: (laughs) There's actually a. uh, I want people to go read this, but there is is actually a um, alternate ending to that where they get out of the car and start laughing it off, like oh ha ha ha, and then the train just comes and plows the car across. Yeah, there's an alternate ending. Yeah, I need to see that alternate ending. I don't know where it is. I don't know who has it, but I need to see that. alternate. I wonder alternate. if it's on the DVD. Honestly, it probably is. I don't have the DVD. I've just seen it on I know, have the DVD. S- streaming. i got to check it out. See, will let you know. See if it is, seriously, because I know there's an alternate ending. But yeah, VHS is seriously, it is such a great anthology. And then you have, obviously, the underlying story of the guys who are watching all these um, at the end. Well, not even really towards the end, because... The last short that plays is 103198 and before that short plays you have the zombie guy who has beheaded one of the people that have that has entered the house cuz the guy comes with the camera and he sees the, like the guy beheaded he's like oh shit and then turns around and there's the zombie guy chases him down the stairs he falls down the stairs and then I don't I don't really remember what else happened. I know I know that, I, that was it. Yeah, that was Elkins. It. Okay, <laughs> it's so just a it. typical scream and like, jump at the camera. Yeah, and then ten thirty one ninety eight starts. So like, but it starts like without anyone causing it to start. Exa- yeah, exactly. So it, it just kind of kicks off by itself. Yeah. So the underlying story is cool, but not that great. <laughs> Though
1: I did have a really stupid moment this morning um, because I I looked at I was looking at the guy and he had been beheaded and I'm like. Well, Florida has a stand your ground law, so and for those that don't know what that means is, if someone comes into your house, you are legally allowed to shoot and kill them. Yeah. So my my brain went, well, are you allowed to behead
0: them? Oh my god! And because I'm like, was that well, wrong? Uh, Should well, I not have done that?
1: Steph oh, looks I'm at sorry. me and goes, well, how are you gonna prove that that was you
0: standing your ground? And I was like. I have a machete. Does I mean, I do help? have a katana hanging I up. I say, like, I've got <laughs> things that can do that. Is that not right? Should I not have done that? <laughs> <laughs> I was just laughing afterwards. I'm like, it's like wow. yeah, I had a dumb there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. So VHS, that is from 2012, I do believe. Uh, It is one hour and 56 minutes. It's a lot longer than I thought. I remember rewatching it yesterday, just like, oh, this is almost a two-hour movie. Son of a bitch. Um, But nonetheless, it is a super awesome film, something I definitely recommend. It only has a 57% on Rotten Tomatoes, but... It's one of those you're either going to like it or you're going to hate it. And that is a perfect segue into our next film. Let's talk about, let's kind of go through this, like briefly just because it is a newer movie and i don't want to spoil it
1: yeah it's not we're not going to go as deep in detail on this next one because
0: vhs it's it's one of the most known anthologies we didn't mind spoiling it but we wanted to talk about one other anthology which is called ghost stories it's hard to tell when it's from it came to um film festivals in 2017 but technically was released to the u.s in 2018 so i'm going to say 2018 and this was a interesting take on anthologies because it's not the traditional anthology you get where it's like backstory segment 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 segment, backstory it's more of like a um i don't know how would you describe this it's almost like one plot it it's like lost in which you're getting each character's different backstory yes you have one main guy who is the focal point of the entire movie and he gets handed these three cases that are unsolvable by a um a like not a mentor but like a superior whatever you want to call him there's a there's a guy who is like this herb what would you call him like the the, the main guy Well, he was go- essentially um he was essentially the the Warrens. Okay, yes, yes. So yes, he's like a paranormal investigator, ghostbuster, whatever you want to call yeah. him. Yeah and he's going on all these cases trying to debunk paranormal activity. So this guy goes missing and no one knows where the fuck he went. All of a sudden, the main guy of this movie gets a package uh, like, you know, pertaining all this information like these are the three cases I couldn't solve. And you re- come to realize that, oh, the package came from this guy who's been missing all these years. And he's like, "These are the three cases I couldn't solve. Go figure them out." And you're like, "All right." Like, that's fun. Kind of reminded me
1: of um, Mysterious, or Mystery Package Company. You ever heard of that? Yeah. Yeah, we did two of them. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so I sent them to Steph for uh, for Christmas. Really? Um, yeah. <laughs> They're really, really weird and really cool. But it kind of reminded me of that. It's like he gets this mysterious package and he has to figure out, he figures out where it came from and then just goes to this, like, random house and it is the, the, the mentor guy.
0: And... It's like an... Like an RV almost, too. Yeah. It's it's a very bizarre situation that this guy has. Um, I guess the other thing we should probably
1: pause for a second and go, we just watched this movie right before we started the podcast.
0: Yeah, he, hadn't, he hadn't seen it, and I really wanted to show it to him so we could talk about it. Because I've seen it a couple of times, but didn't remember everything. And I'm really glad that I rewatched it because it's... It's weird, but it's a good weird. It's weird, and it's creepy, and it's uncomfortable, and it's kind of cliche and stereotypical, but it's so good in the same aspect. Yeah, so,
1: so we, we saved any conversation about the movie, because normally we have conversations about movies all the time. Oh, yeah. We saved any and all conversation about this movie until, until now. now. Right this now. is literally <laughs> our first conversation about it. Which is
0: great. I'm very excited to see um, what you actually thought about it as opposed to yeah. what I thought about it. So. Like, like we said you have this main guy which can you I, I need to know his actual name because I know his name is it's like Richard Nyman this is uh,
1: Goodman what's the name of a character
0: in the movie okay Philip Goodman is his name in the movie which he,
1: is ironic with his name um, just anytime you have anyone named Goodman that is just the author or the uh, the writer just trying to be like hey look this is the good guy this is the
0: good man <laughs> so you have him. And he has his own show called like parent, like fucking something debunker. He goes around. He's debunking psychics. Yeah. He goes around debunking psychics, which sounds like a fun time. And (laughs) again, he gets this package from this unknown person and is like, you know, you need to figure you need to. These are three cases I couldn't figure out. And then he goes to this guy's house. It's the guy that's been missing this entire time. Christian something. I really should have looked all this shit up. This happens all the time on the podcast. Uh, Charlie I d- Cameron? There we go. Charlie Cameron is a guy that the main person has been like looking up to his entire life. You know, He's been following him, yada, yada, yada. So he's like, these are three cases I couldn't find out or couldn't figure out. And he's not dead because everyone thought he was dead. He's not dead. He's living in this trailer. He gives him these three cases. The first case is this one guy who worked at a construction site. He was a night watchman. Right. And he'd been working there for years and years. Nothing had gone wrong. And he starts talking to uh, the main guy and he's just like, "Okay, the last month was terrible. Two or three guys quit. I don't know why I couldn't take the hint. And then he talks about what happened. And you're just like, yeah, I probably would have quit, too. I don't really want to say what happened, but it's your typical ghost story. But yeah. like in a different setting because it's not like a house. It's not your traditional ghost style movie. It is set in this abandoned. It looked almost cons- look like a, a mental ward. Though well, too it, at times. Yeah, it wasn't. It w- used to be a mental institution, whatever you want to call it, that was being repurposed into something else. And there's a lot of tropes and cliches. But at the same time. It fucking works.
1: <laughs> yeah, and this this is not a spoiler for this movie, um, which you can't find on Netflix, you can't find on Shutter. Um, I was lucky Austin had it, so that's why I was like, I'll just come over and watch it. Yeah, I own um,
0: this movie. It's on Amazon. You can rent it for four bucks, but I have it.
1: But so. they each of the cases deal with loss in a different way. In a very different way. Um, the second one is kind of hard to to. to figure out i guess with that i mean i have my own kind of theories on why it was that way but um the first two definitely go with that uh, the second one it does make sense at the end um how it deals with that
0: but it just it i will say it takes a turn it takes a, a hard left turn just, at the end that you're not really expecting, like a M. knight Shamalama ding dong turn. Shyamalan, ex- do high five because that's exactly what I call. We that. just Give missed me- a high five. <laughs> that's exactly. I do the same thing. M. Knight Shamalama ding dong. That's exactly what I call him, and it really does take this. It takes a weird turn that if you're, in, I mean, no one's really prepared for it when you think about it, but. You really have to be into the movie to appreciate it, because if you're not really digging the movie, you're not going to like the ending. No. It, it really takes a – it's it's a very subjective film. Like he said, you're either going to love it or you're going to hate it. But the ride until the end if, – if, if anything, if you hate the ending, you'll love the ride that you have, because you have three different stories. But really, in a sense, you kind of have four If you think about it, because you have the three cases that he does, but then you have that one towards the end that is more of a personal story that kind of gets warped into the whole scheme of things.
1: Well, and earlier I mentioned that I don't particularly like in um, anthology films that you never get to know the characters. What they do in this movie is they really spend time. Letting you get to know the characters. Each one of the the cases are essentially a one man show. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, if this doesn't sell you on it, Martin Freeman's in it. So yeah, Martin <laughs> Freeman in a horror movie. When has
0: that happened? Yeah, never.
1: Um, At least great. not that I
0: can know. Um, yeah, I'm thinking. Yeah,
1: I think I think you're right. Um, I, but don't I mean, and his character is fantastic in this movie. Uh, so it's it's worth watching just to get to his part
0: and. Yeah, Well, this is really good. His part. You. Yeah. Quote, unquote, his part. You'll realize yeah, his, his case, his case. There you go. His case. Because he has to solve his case. It's just funny because you get all these hints. It's it's like almost like a subliminal movie in a sense, because you get all these hints from this movie that lead you up to the final conclusion of what happened to the main guy, who let me get his name. His name is Andy Nyman in real life. But again, yeah, Professor Goodman. So you get all these clues leading up to what happened to this guy. And then he almost relives what happened to him as a kid to help him understand the broader scope of what's happening. And then you get to the end and you're just like, oh. So you're going to either love the ending or you're going to – it's literally there's, there's no – if, in the you, middle.
1: if you liked Bioshock Infinite and you liked that story and you liked the way it went, you're going to like this because it goes. It has a similar turn where it's like all of a sudden it's like, whoa, this went really different. It that's a, I'm not spoiling anything by saying no, that not. the other you're comparison not. I made earlier no, that absolutely a, is a spoiler. <laughs> yeah, no, that was a but, perfect um, description. But if you liked Bioshock Infinite and you're okay with that and the way it told its story, you would be okay with this. And I mean I I'd I recommend it. Um, certainly not my favorite movie of all time, but it was good. I I, I really um, like I guess I, I really liked case one and two. Um, the Rifkind one
0: No No,
1: because it felt
0: <sighs> See, I like that one only because you almost had two separate stories because you had Goodman go into the home and so that was weird. Yeah, shit was just weird, but then he described what happened to him, and you almost got two stories for the price of one. It. it so you're just like, okay, so you're living in this situation, but you're also del- dealing with this. You're just like, I don't know one, how one, to feel. Yeah,
1: that one felt <laughs> more like, not supernatural, as in like your ghosts and things like that. It, it delves into creatures
0: which the yeah.
1: rest of the movie doesn't delve into there. That's
0: why I liked that one so much. Cause yeah. it was just on the creep factor of like, and then the whole point, this is not going to make any sense in this context, but he's like, fuck that. And just bolts. <laughs> I was just like, that is exactly what I've ever yeah. wanted to see from any horror movie ever is someone saying, fuck that. And then running away. Exactly. That's what I've always wanted to see. So all of them together really do make a fantastic film, especially when you get to the end and Martin Freeman's story of what happened to him and his wife and his baby and all this shit just kind of wraps itself around and uh, just kind of explodes into this great... It's it's just a bizarre story that you've never seen before and this is something you'll probably never see again. Well, and there's, there's a quote...
1: In it that actually I took note of. And it's I think it's very telling of this movie. And they, they say this multiple times throughout it. Uh, it says the brain sees what it wants to see. And that actually kind of got me thinking with this movie that are we really seeing what happened? Or are we seeing what the characters thought happened? It's so subjective. Are they changing what they saw for this guy? Because now they're retelling something. And... It, that really kind of started to to hit me as, like, what's the difference between what's real and what's remembered? Um, th- There's definitely a lot of, like, allegories for the past will catch up to you and stuff like that as well. Um, there's a lot about loss. There, there's a lot to this movie that's not on the surface level. Whereas VHS was very surface level. Yeah, it's just um, very in-your-face. And in most... Horror anthologies are surface level. I mean, you look at something like uh, the ABC's Death. You look at um, holidays? <laughs> holidays. Yeah, holidays. Yeah. <laughs> you you look at uh, even and this one, they at first they all seem very surface level. Yeah. But
0: what was cool about this one is how it really went a different route. And that's what I think. Drawn me into the like drew me to this movie so much is like it's an anthology, but not even in the traditional sense. Because usually, an anthology is like, okay, we're gonna start, then we're gonna have like segments of a movie, and then we're gonna end on a wraparound. This was an anthology in the sense that one guy was on a mission to figure out these three unrelated stories, mash them together somehow, and there's all these underlying tones throughout the entire movie that you don't understand until you get to the end. So It really is an anthology in the untraditional sense. It's so hard to explain. Yeah, it's kind of like it's so hard to
1: explain. It's kind of like I want to say if you don't like horror anthologies, check this out. Watch this one, yeah. Because this
0: one actually has a story. And it's got great cinema. It is filmed beautifully, it is so well done. The acting is, is like nothing short of perfect. I really enjoy, and it's all it's a it's a it's a British horror movie. Yeah, and it's not going to be the type that's like constant scares. No, uh, it's, it's not. It's
1: going to be the one that you think about later.
0: Yeah, because the first one is kind of like a go. It's like it's like a traditional tropey, like ghost story movie. The second one's kind of yeah with yeah, and then there's a lot of like so, like there's a there's lot. some body horror. <laughs> there's some things that you realize that they're doing to the person that ends up being the case, and the and there's so much foreshadowing imagery in this movie that you don't realize until you get to the end. And I didn't even realize it until I watched it again. And I was like, that is, you're foreshadowing all this stuff. So you need to watch it, and then almost you need to like re-watch it a couple weeks later to actually un- like fully get this movie. Yeah, and, and I, I totally agree with you on that,
1: that there's so much there. But I also think that's one of its downfalls,
0: yeah, because if you watch – yeah, I yeah, know it is. It <laughs> it relies so heavily on all the stuff, pushing it, foreshadowing it that you, if you're not paying attention, you ain't going to catch it. Well, it's that, but it also – like I said earlier, it kind of has all these
1: different messages, but I feel like all the messages kind of get lost in the fact that, hey, we're trying to tell you a message, but it's this one. No, it's this one. No, it's this one. No, it's this one. And there's like four or five different messages that movies are trying to tell you. Um Like I said, it's kind of what's real versus what's remembered. There's religion versus science. Um, I don't want to go into the other ones because it's a spoiler. Yeah, spoiler. (laughs) We can talk when we're done. Yeah, for sure. Um, But there's so many things in there. Uh,
0: How people deal with loss and grieving. and um, It hits you in the feels. There's Yeah, there's a lot of moments in this movie where I was just like sitting there just kind of like, oh, my God. Yeah. This is hard to watch because you have so many people – dealing with loss and grief on screen that kind of just it makes you uncomfortable it really does you're just like god this is hard to watch because you're dealing with like a loved one that you've lost and you don't know how to deal with it And you're kind of lashing out at goodman who's just trying who's just trying to interview you on this Mm -hmm. and understand what happened yeah and understand and he's he's literally just sitting there, like hey i'm just trying to help he's and he's like paying this guy this money he's like i'm just here to help just like get it all out and it's 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 it really is hard to watch, but that's why I like it because there's this emotional connect with this movie that you don't get with with a lot of horror movies, though you will get it with holidays. i'm I'm very excited to watch that.
1: Um, yeah, um, for almost- those that have seen it, you know what I'm talking about when I say Mother's Day. I'm just going to leave that. Bum, bum, ba, bum. I don't know
0: what you're talking about. I will I know. know. I'll probably text you be like, motherfucker, I know what you're talking <laughs> about now, you son of a bitch. It's like, when, it's like when you watch Martyrs. Yeah, just like, oh, oh my God. See, we really do need, honestly, yes. So, Have you the, talked
1: about that on here? No. Martyrs? The
0: episode well. that, okay, so a s- little side trail here. The episode that I already planned to do with you in January, we're going to call Chris Picks. Okay. And we're going to do all the movies that you picked for me to watch. All right. And I'm going to give you my opinion, and then you're going to tell me if it's good or bad. My opinion. All right. Yeah, or something along those lines. It's loosely interpreted. Yeah, it's fine. How about we'll just say that it's gonna be good. <laughs> okay, fine. It's gonna be good. Yeah. Chris picks coming to you, twenty twenty. So yes, um, yeah, we got to do that because you've, you've recommended so many movies to me that I've watched, like Martyrs, which is fucking great, and I really want to. And I really want an episode because usually my episodes are based in something like anthology or ghost stories or something. So I would love to have an episode where it's just like a mismatch of recommendations from you that I watch and we talk about. Cool. That sounds I'm down perfect.
1: For that. I'm down for that. <laughs> Gives me an excuse to rewatch all these. Yes. And some of them have to be done together. Martyrs, Father Day.
0: Yeah, okay. So we need we need a double feature of <laughs> Yeah, I want to see you watching Martyrs. Oh my god, my eyes. My eyes. Oh. That movie was a lot to watch. Yeah.
1: We'll get into that another time, because
0: yeah, whew, I have Ooh, some uh, I have some thoughts and feelings on that. Yeah. So is there anything else? Spo-
1: w- How about this? We'll say that will be spoiler heavy.
0: Yeah, because martyrs
1: like, is one that
0: you have you to have spoil. To,
1: you have to experience it before hearing it's spoken about so if you are someone that hasn't seen it we are talking the french version we are not talking about the american version no. um so we will be talking about that in a couple months you have your time uh, watch so it don't complain when we spoil it yeah no seriously we're giving you that you know what
0: time. this is good this is good because this is going to give people if you know if people are listening that haven't seen those movies okay i can tell you right now we're gonna watch father's day and review that and spoil <laughs> it we're gonna watch martyrs <laughs> and review and spoil that those two for sure. I'm not sure what else, but yeah. those two for sure. If you haven't seen either one of those, please watch those before we do our show. <laughs> it's gonna be the second week in 2020. Um because I've seen Martyrs and I've been I've been waiting to talk about that movie because my god, oh, I don't even know how to describe that movie. And I'm very excited to see Father's Day because I think that I don't I I haven't seen it, but I feel like it's gonna be a very 80s slasher-esque. Uh, comedy-style fucking, I don't know. I think Deep Rising needs to be on that, too. That's right. Yes, that's right. That's right. So Deep Rising, Martyrs. This is going to be such a bizarre episode. (laughs) I can't fucking wait to talk about this. Oh, my God. This is going to be so much fun. This is going to be a lot of fun. Okay, so before we go here, anything else you wanted to say on Ghost Stories? Anything else? I know you had a bunch of notes. Um, I no, no,
1: no. I, I think we touched on pretty much everything that we can talk about. Perfect. Um, yeah, maybe we can say that when we talk about it, or when we talk about the other ones later on, I can say what I think is the ultimate description of that movie, which would be a spoiler. Yeah, yeah. But, I'm down again, you have your time to watch it. Don't complain just, to us. when Just just watch it. Just do it. Um, just fucking do it. Can can I plug a couple books? Plug
0: whatever the okay. fuck you want. These are not mine. The, That's not fine. like I mean I I I'm not a writer um but I'm going to go ahead and plug Michael Myers. He's been staring at me the entire time. So uh been. go see his like 13 movies that he has.
1: Um one of the things I did this year is I really made it a point to read more. Yeah, and you've read how many? Uh I'm on 16 books right now. I mean, That's I, impressive. My goal is 25 by the end of the year. That's impressive. Probably not going to hit 25, but I've been trying to do just three a year for the past three or four years and haven't done more than one. So the fact that I'm at 16 now is pretty good.
0: You're definitely – yeah, you're hitting your goal for <laughs> sure. No, um, so go ahead and recommend But I, I want to give
1: a couple uh, recommendations. Uh, Jeff Menapace. Uh, And I'm not sure if I pronounced that right, but he is an amazing author. He has uh, a set of five books called Bad Games, which are essentially book versions of funny games. Ooh. Yeah. Real good.
0: The. Okay. The Golfer Killers. Thank you. Well, no, there's been two versions of that. I don't know. There's been a a UK version and a US version, right?
1: Yeah, but the US version was shot for shot remake.
0: Was it really? So it's like Psycho. Yeah. Oh my God! Okay, um, so continue. he also
1: did a, a book called uh, Wildlife and its sequel, Wildlife Reckoning, which holy hell, that's a good book. Uh, okay. They're really short; they're only like two hundred pages. But um, oh, wow. those kind of go like along the lines of Hatchet, and which the first one is—I <laughs> can see that's a good sign. Fuck yes! Um, the, Ooh, the first one is you know typical people going in, and then there's these killers. But the second one is done from the perspective of the killers. And notice I, I did say Killers, because it's kind of like Hatchet, but with a Texas Chainsaw Massacre family.
0: Oh, my God. Really good. I need to listen to um, this. It, wait, do they have audio books? I believe so. I'll, I'll like in. I'll send you this list. Oh, I'm fucking <laughs> in. God um, damn it, I'm in.
1: Uh, Russell James. Uh, I actually, I met him at Megacon, and I feel like I probably was a douche to him, because he has all these books on the table. And uh, I looked at him and went, do you have Kindle versions? <laughs> Um, boom
0: shots fired and
1: he goes yeah and i was like okay cool i'm gonna buy some kindle ones i mean i literally right there with him bought kindle versions of all his books um but he has a, uh, a trilogy uh Right now, I don't know if you, I think he's writing a fourth one, but the trilogy is *Cavern of the Damned*, *Monsters in the Clouds*, and *Curse of the Viper King*. And that again is Russell James.
0: You had me at *Curse of the Viper King*. You have, to, know, you have to read the first two. No, I'll read them. I'm, you know, the, again, they're like 150 pages. The first each. two didn't hook me, but *Curse of the Viper King* Fuck me up. What um, do you mean?
1: Okay, uh, I can't talk about it without spoilers. That's fine, and that's why I don't want to. Um, but I will say, how about this? The cover of it is a giant snake.
0: I mean, I'm in.
1: Um, Monsters and clouds. The cover of it is pterodactyls.
0: Wait, the cover of what is a giant snake? Curse of the Viper King. Yeah, I'm, I'm in. I'm in. Uh, I'm in. And cavern
1: of the damned is a giant scorpion. So it's it's giant creatures,
0: but it's I'm actually in. told really
1: good, what, really good, oh, yeah, good thing really I well. Good thing uh, I teach children. <laughs> thank you for that. Uh, and the last one that I have for you is uh, Brian Keen, and he has a book called Castaways. Which is
0: well said. Sorry, that's
1: not kind of what I thought. Sorry, but think survivor. Uh-huh. But then, halfway through it, actually, it's not even halfway through, it's like 20 30 pages in. Um, it has this crazy turn of you have like these killer monkey creature people things, Planet and they of start the Apes? just like ripping oh, all the shit. survivors apart. Or oh, fuck. so it's this TV show is being filmed on this island, and now you have all these crazy monster creature things ripping these people apart. And raping and pillaging and all this stuff it's
0: so monkeys rape and pillage and they're like they're like pirates essentially yeah okay but like with instead of going to places and doing that people are coming there and they're like "Eh, we're gonna do this well they don't they obviously don't know that there's these these inhabitants um
1: it's really good. So anything uh, with pillaging and plundering, I'm on board. <laughs> so again, those those uh, those books for if you're interested in them, uh, it's any of Jeff Menapace's books. He's got a new one coming out that looks really good. I'm blanking on the title of it right now, uh, but it, it definitely looks like the Sugar Plum Fairy from um, Kevin in the Woods on the cover of it. So I'm excited about that. He just released his fifth uh, Bad Games book, um, and those all continue. Which is really kind of cool that they're all continuing the story of the killers, not necessarily the story of the survivors. Um, Also, he had Wildlife and Wildlife Reckoning, amazing books. And then Russell James has he has a lot of books, but uh, Captain of the Damned, Monsters in the Clouds, Curse of the Viper King, those three are great. Got to read them in order. Um, Just think of it as like a five hundred page book. I mean, you're going to read all three together. It, It is a continuing story, literally. The second book is starts with the last chapter of the first book. Oh, that's fun! Yeah, uh, and the third book is like as if it happened right after the it uh, the second book. So perfect! So, so it's
0: like a, like it, yeah, just it really just feels like a
1: continuation. I'm down. And then, like I said, Brian King Keen K E A N E. Um, he's got some really really good stuff out there.
0: I need to listen to all those. If there if, if there is audiobooks cuz I just can't read. There there I are need, some. I need to hear it in my ear parts. So I would definitely look into all that because I love listening to books. I've listened to a lot this year. Like what you said, you know, you you set yourself a goal. Yeah. Same thing for me but like just I don't know. I just, I can't read. I get I have ADD. I can't Words are hard. Words are hard. I can barely talk. Is <laughs> Whoa. If anyone has listened to this, you know I can't speak. I don't even know why I decided to start a podcast when I can't even like formulate a sentence. Nonetheless, I love listening to my horror. I love listening to books. So if there is an audiobook, I will purchase it. Just send me all the info. Oh, um, and then, and I'm then one,
1: there's one more. I'm blanking on that author's name. Go. Violet, uh, I just thought of it. It's called The Haunted Forest Tour. It's essentially Horror Nights in the form of a book. Yeah. With Tight. all these crazy monsters coming out. It's great.
0: Tight. I'm down. I love it all.
1: And that one does have an audiobook because Steph listened to the audiobook.
0: Okay, then I need you to have i am I'm her gonna text say- you all these. yes <laughs> Don't worry, I'm yes. gonna text you all these. Stop licking the boxes, Zool. God Oh, sorry. I didn't know I wasn't supposed to do that. Yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of uh, goddamn dog. Yeah, I see you. You wanna be on the podcast too? You wanna lick the microphone? Yeah. she's coming up. Oh my god, she's oh my god, stop, stop, stop. Anyways Oh, God. Get out. Get out of here. God. (laughs) Sorry. This tastes kind of (laughs) funny. Oh, God. This is such a fun episode. Sorry, headphone listeners. Holy shit. This is a good time. So we're definitely going to be back to talk about all of Chris's picks because he's got a lot. And I have a lot of feelings on all of them. I mean, it's just natural, because you're showing me things that I've never seen, and it's making me have a lot of feelings. Usually, that's a bad thing. No, no, it's It's good. It's just bizarre feelings. Like, I've never seen that before. I have a lot of things I want to say on that, so... Yeah, usually that causes people to run when that happens. No. I'm here. I'm going to be sitting in this chair right here, and we're going to talk about it. We'll go from there.
1: Though, I think Steffa would need to be on that one if we're talking Father's Day.
0: <laughs> yeah, I feel like, honestly, at some point, I need to get a fourth microphone, then we just... Me, you... Steph, fucking Gabby, just all mismatch of uh, mismatch. Fucking Is that a Gabby, word? no, fucking, I don't fucking. think she would appreciate that. Okay, Gabby, me, you, Steph, no fucking involved. Just podcasting and talking about the movies that we saw that week. But there will be
1: Father's Day, which does have some fucking.
0: Fair enough. Fuckman. Fuckman. That's the name of the character. Fuckman. Fuckman. It doesn't. That's his name. That's his name. <laughs> okay, don't tell Gabby or Steph. We'll just go ahead and do this. Without them knowing. So, um, yeah, I've no idea what we're doing next week. Welcome to my life. It's a shit show. I have no idea what is happening with the podcast. Stuff is gonna happen. As you know, like fucking the best sub ever right now. <laughs> Seriously. Holy shit. You mean public subs? Yes, pub subs, dude. Chicken chicken tender subs. No, for real though. I'm I'm very happy you 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 answered me today and were like, Yes, I'll do the podcast because this turned out to be a fantastic episode still had the anthology um vibes today because you had already seen vhs and actually rewatched it today for me thank yeah. you god bless you <laughs> and then we watch ghost stories and the rest is history so next week i'll be back doing something i don't know probably in this studio at some point probably talking movies i, I i'm gonna say movies but you know at this point i'm not sure you know, Mike might be leading the conversations here. I don't know, and I'm gonna point at him like everyone can see me on this fucking podcast, like y'all know. You know, you should have Mike do an entire episode. That would probably be the, the honestly, I'd probably get the best ratings. It's like the episode of Rocker's Modern
1: Life where they did the entire episode of Mayo <laughs> with the fat heads, and they were like, oh, no, it wasn't the fat heads. It was the um, when they had them, they made the meat
0: cartoons. <laughs> oh my god I'm sorry Wh- wacky deli yeah I'm sorry Whacky you millenniums, delia. but you probably don't understand that no they probably do because it's on it's still on Nick is it yeah I mean I know it's they just awesome. had a they just had a, like a movie popped that out That wasn't good uh, well anyways nonetheless, sometime in the future there will be another episode probably episode 23 where we'll talk about something to do with movies and horror and there might be a guest i might have to do it solo all of my co-hosts might have died i don't fucking know anymore god all i know is that i love horror and that's all that matters and no matter what the show will go on i want to fucking pound my hand on the table but i know it won't make good for podcast recording so thank you chris You've been an excellent guest. I can't wait to do Chris Picks.
1: (laughs) You're also going to have to remind me which ones I said we're doing. (laughs) I will
0: listen to this goddamn podcast and tell you, hey, this is what we're doing. Get them ready. Let's roll them up. Let's do this. And until then, guys, stay tuned and stay spooky.